0: Uh, uh double yeah. up yo uptown the yeah, yeah. you ain't no you uh-huh. ain't no, yes sir what the deal how wanna know was this love for real you got to
1: go what going uh, on, and on like a wheel fly sex yep. appeal for zekstra else no sweet drip kid you got to the-
0: Talking, hot and smoking. So the reason why we are bumping in with some Heavy D, Big Daddy, today, uh, May 24th, is the birthday of Heavy D. Now, I saw a lot of love for Biggie Smalls, Notorious B.I.G., Christopher Wallace, on uh, May 21st, his birthday. I didn't see a whole lot of love being posted on social media for Heavy D. And Heavy D was like the original... Fat smooth rap dude. Yeah. To, uh, Biggie kind of bit him a little bit. To be fair, if you listen to this song, uh, he 100% bit Biggie style on this song. But I think it's kind of warranted because he stole his whole overweight lover. Oh shit! I just realized. Had that in the background. <laughs> My bad. Thank you for fixing that, Jasmine. Uh, but um, so yeah, Big uh, Heavy D bit Biggie, but. I think it's kind of justified here because uh uh Biggie kind of bit his whole style first. Yeah. So.
1: And that was the wave around that this was like in 96. Yep. Yeah, this was the wave then. to make that smooth song.
0: Who do you think started this? I want to say LL Cool J. Yeah.
1: He made the first rap like love song. Yeah. Yeah, he he started that, and this was back in the eight, like '88. Yeah,
0: so, I need love. Yeah, so we can blame him for this era <laughs> of rap R&B that we have right now. So, yeah, rest in peace to Heavy D, by the way, um, hip hop legend. Not a whole lot of people give him the love he deserves, but a great artist. Um, check out his discography if you want to get hip to it. Uh, still sounds good to the day, to this day. So, yeah, check it out. And R.I.P. Heavy D. So. Welcome to another episode of the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all. My name is Ryan Rocket. I'm joined, as always, by my boy, the man himself, hardest working man still
1: in radio to this day, Figgy Figueroa, man. What's going on, bro? I'm chilling, man. I'm good, man. It's been a long week, man. It was a long week for me. Uh, I'm glad it's Friday. You got some cookouts popping this week. Nah, my my sister actually coming to town. Okay. So, um, I, you know I ain't got no family here, so yeah. I can't invade no cookouts. But, um, she coming here for a birthday. Her birthday is June fourteenth. Mm-hmm. But, um, I was supposed to come to Cleveland around that time, but things got canceled. So, um, so my brother in law surprised her with a, a little getaway trip Okay. Here. So, um, yeah, she'll be here Sunday to like Friday.
0: Okay. Can she hook me up with a meal plan? Because I'm trying to get shredded too, man. She she
1: can, man. She can.
0: I I feel a certain type of way when women are more swole than me.
1: (laughs) Really? I feel
0: like because women, it's hard for them to pack on muscle like that. So I low-key kind of admire them more than I would like a male bodybuilder because we have so much natural advantages. So when you see a girl who's like ripped and shredded, you're like, damn, you really put in work.
1: Yeah. And the best thing about her is she's not on steroids or anything. Really? yeah, she just eating right and working out. Damn. And she been she been doing this for about 20 years, but right now it's the most she ever been big. Just the yeah, she she never been this shredded before. Okay. But it was all about her learning what to eat right and how to eat right, um what to um uh, uh, how to work out. So it been like I said over 20 years. And this is the biggest she got. She finally got a pro card too. Oh, nice! Yeah, so she do shows. She actually doing a show. T- I want to say tonight or okay. tomorrow, but yeah, man, she um, she doing her thing, man. I'm proud of her.
0: That's dope, man. See, I want to do steroids though, so maybe I should get some. <laughs> I want to get put on in some HGH, man. I'm I'm tired of working the hard way, man. but uh, uh see, that, that's dope though, man. Yeah. We're also joined by the lovely Jasmine, who is, I think, doing her own live stream now or something. I don't know.
2: Um, yeah, but. I was trying to figure out why we were on Facebook, but I thought, I think I missed that conversation. So I was trying to like. get. While we are to- on Facebook? Oh, we're not. Like the oh. Live, live. Oh, stream. just post the link oh. on Facebook.
1: Oh, we on on Periscope. We're on Periscope right now gotcha. on Twitter. Hold on, yeah.
2: let me. Okay, cool.
0: So, yeah.
1: Jasmine. Oh,
2: has. sorry. My bad. <laughs> by the way, <laughs>
0: Jasmine, uh, we just have by the way, uh, check the uh, Periscope uh, rebroadcast when we're done with this. Because uh, we just had a whole side conversation (laughs) about fake hair and double standards about (laughs) niggas wearing fake beards versus women wearing fake wigs and weeds, et cetera. I don't see why. I don't see what the difference is, but whatever. (laughs) We already had this debate, so you got to check it out on Twitter and see the whole thing. Oh, yes. But, Jasmine, how you doing, girl?
2: I'm doing well. It has been a long week. I feel like it was, like, drug out. Maybe because there's a holiday coming. Yeah, that's usually what it is. Man, but I did get to leave early today, so that was cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. early like in the day, early like. When you man. leaving to Dallas? Um, tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow after I get my hair done. You staying <laughs> through Monday? Uh, yes, most likely. Yeah, I'll come back probably like sometime early Monday, just so I won't be driving back late at night and okay. kind of rest up a little bit more. Okay. So we're gonna be celebrating. What's the a family lot. plans? Um, well, not to bring, well. Um, my aunt passed away. Oh, um, I'm sorry. My, sorry about that. Um, this guy I used to cheer with. He like they he helped out with stunts and stuff. He passed away. Oh shit. Oh, and yeah. two of my cousins, they actually graduated. So we were initially initially I wasn't gonna go because it was just like a graduation thing, but now it's a celebration of life. So I'm gonna okay. go ahead and go because, um, you know. To be with family and stuff. Okay, that's good. That's good.
0: Yeah. I'm probably going to do the same thing. Um, You're hanging what? out with your Whoa. family? you celebrating the holiday? I, I love I this so much. I might. My parents, uh, they got like three more dogs in the past week. <laughs> and I've been clowning them because these dogs are old. They're, like, uh, 10, 9, 10, 11 years old.
1: So they got, like, a couple more months. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like,
0: y'all, because we live. They, they live with their uh, nieces, well, their grandchildren, my niece and nephews, and they're young enough where they're going to be heartbroken when these dogs die. Yeah. So I'm like, our uh, the youngest dog is, like, barely a year old, but these ones are Towards the end, like, you can tell. (laughs) I don't think they really know what's going on right now. So uh, I'm clowning them because they keep getting these old dogs. They're adopting them, basically. But, uh, yeah, they're they're not, I don't know how much long they got. So (laughs) you got to take care of them, like, white people. One of them needs, like, (laughs) butt cream or something. Oh, man. Yeah, and needs, like, medicine in his ear. They're already on, like, senior citizen medicine shit. Why did they do (laughs) that? I don't know. I don't know. I think, well, my parents are old. I think they just want pets that are not high maintenance and not running around because the youngest one is is a fucking beast. Even though he got neutered, he's running around like crazy. But who cares? Nobody wants to hear about my dog stories. Mm -hmm. What y'all want to hear about is these hip-hop hot takes. We got plenty of them. Uh, So let's start with the new releases. We didn't talk about the new releases last week because we did the podcast a little bit early. Yep. So there was a lot of releases that week, plus a few this week. So we're going to run down them all. Starting with uh, the, I want to say, pretty long-anticipated debut mixtape. I don't want to call it an album. I don't think it's an
2: album. Really?
0: It doesn't have Big Old Freak on it.
2: It does. Oh, Wait, no, it doesn't. No, it no, doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. Uh, Big Old Freak was on a mixtape.
0: I don't. Yeah. I think they're saving because usually what happens is when they put the album out, they put the biggest that single true. on there so it boosts up the streaming numbers. That's true. I don't think they're done with Big Ol Freak. I think they're gonna release a remix, oh possibly yeah. with Drake. I think okay. so too. So I think that's gonna be her official album, and I think this is like a mixtape, mm. like a, a Cardi's uh, Bad Bitch, whatever the fuck that shit was called. Uh, her mixtape before gangsta, she put out that Gangsta Bitch Volume 1 and, and volume 2. One and two. <laughs> yeah, this, this might be her Gangsta Bitch album. But, uh, so, Figgy, I know you heard this album. I'm not going to clown you for it. for jamming <laughs> to it hard. But wh- what was your thoughts on the uh, Megan Thee Stallion Fever project?
1: I think it was pretty good, man. Um, the production on there, I I, I will probably give it a A. A plus. um Most of the songs she was talking about what she usually talk about. But um, like I said, man, I think that's her moneymaker. Ain't no point to try to stare away, try to rap about something positive at this point. That's true. People coming to you because you talk that, you know, pussy popping, blah, blah, blah. So um, I enjoyed it a lot, man. I I think it was pretty good. Um, Honestly, man, I think I listened to this album like three or four times. Damn. I sh- I usually don't listen to this type of stuff but this type of stuff it can really get you going in the gym. It got a nice little bop to it. Okay. And um I think it was maybe like two songs I skipped. Everything else I'm just like, "Damn, she and she really be rapping though, man." She, she is. Yeah, because I'm I'm starting to warm up a little bit to um City Girls. Mhm. But to me they're a little too ratchet and <laughs> they ain't they don't have the talent like Megan Thee Style you got, mm. but man, she super talented. Man, I thought this was an album, so I can't I can't even imagine how the album would sound.
0: I just feel like her official album has to be bigger, and the features on here didn't scream like big major label album debut yeah. to me. I think this was something she just put out there to build up more hype and anticipation for the actual album. But mm-hmm. that said, I did listen to it. I, I didn't like it as much as you did, Figgy. <laughs> I, I did think it was good. Um, It wasn't what I expected, which is a good thing, actually. Um, It wasn't all sex talk, which I think is the name of her actual album. I don't know. But uh, it wasn't all just, like, pussy popping. Uh, uh, Take Your Man. It, it didn't feel like a city's girl, City Girl album,
3: mm-hmm. you know,
0: in a good way. She was rapping some gangster shit, but you could tell the Houston influence as well. Yeah. Um, I thought the production was good as well. Um, You just have to be in the right environment to listen to it. It's not really headphone. I guess it's like gym it hype music to an extent, but I think it would bump real hard like in the club. Oh yeah, like that's what it's strip made club, for. You got a buzz going and that shit come on. You you probably feel it. That's what yeah. it's made for. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't feel like it was great to be listening like alone in my car and shit. I felt kind of feminine.
3: But- <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, hey man, I usually feel that way too. But I had no problem with this one. I was like, I was bouncing Bobby way to too <laughs> much. Yeah, man. I'm like, damn. Like the bass and the beats. I think one song that really stuck out to me was the song with the um, baby. Okay. The baby. Mm. He's been everywhere I, by. I the like way. him.
0: Yeah.
2: I really like him. Yeah.
1: But um yeah, that song kind of stuck out to me more. I'm like, damn, they I I can they got they had a nice little chemistry on that album. Yeah. Or on that song. But um like I said, man, she she pretty dope, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan.
2: Yeah. I'm a fan. I agree.
0: I wish we got her on the podcast before she blew up because I don't think it's a, a possibility right now. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine, I know you're hating on another female artist here, so uh, what Wait. are your thoughts Did you hear any of this? Do you like Megan Thee Stallion?
2: Um, Yeah, I'm, I like her. I'm not, like, super, like, fangirl. Not a hottie. Okay. I'm not a hottie. But
0: you like Cardi B a lot. Yeah. Are you but a Cardi stan?
2: I'm, uh, I wouldn't say stan. Mm-hmm. I, I I like Cardi B better than Megan, but only because I'm not that hip to making yet like I'm still catching do you on like her, her better than City Girls I don't know I, I like the City Girls because of their person I didn't listen to the City Girls at first mm-hmm. people try to put me on and I couldn't do it and then I watched an interview with Young Miami on Breakfast Club I think and then her personality is what like made me listen to them more because I liked her personality But Megan, I haven't really taken the time to um, watch anything of her to get a feel of how she is, like, other than her music. And I think she's really good. Like, obviously, I think she's a good rapper, but I just want to hear more from her, like, more subject matters from her. Uh, I think this is technically her, her album. I don't think that this, I don't think that anything else is coming. I think this was it. Okay. And, and uh, I mean, the songs were cool. They were good. Like, she she has bars. She's a great rapper, but I just really want to hear more. Like, I, because she's so great, I just wanted her to live up to more potential, like, other than just being, a, you know, a sex symbol, because she, she has more to her, I think, personally. But um, it was cool. It was a good album. I'm not really, like, I have other friends that are more into her, but. I don't know. Like, it's just not really my. I don't sit up and listen to the City Girls all day either. So I typically wouldn't be listening to her all day either. (laughs) They're too damn ratchet, man. They are. They 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 are.
1: (laughs) And it, it don't really help that they're not as talented as, like, a Megan The Stallion. Mm-hmm. So it just seemed like some ratchet-ass girls decided to get on the mic yes. yeah. and just write down what they were um, what they was thinking about.
0: And not even write because they got writers. Yeah. Lil Yachty writing their shit. Yeah. So
2: Did y'all see all that beat? I mean, I know this is off subject, but did you see the City Girls' beef? With who? With, with who? with uh, Well, she used to be on Love & Hip Hop. I'm not quite sure what she does now. Hazel E.? Um, I she, heard of her. Yeah, I don't know who she is. Um, Hazel Lee apparently was, We I think we talked about it. They She was claiming that they stole Act Up as her song. Mm-hmm. And there she's claiming that, you know, basically they need to give her credit, blah, 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 blah. And they had this whole, like, drawn-out beef on the shade, like, back and forth on Instagram, going back and forth. Um, young Miami's boyfriend said he was going to beat them up, like, Damn. beat her up. And because Jocelyn from... Loving hip hop too. What <laughs> tag She's theme. still around? I don't know where she came from. But <laughs> basically, like her and Hazel Lee were going back and forth with Young Miami on uh blogs and stuff. Like, you know, talking shit, talking about they gonna whoop each other's ass. And, and then now I saw a video not too long ago. TMZ caught up with Hazel Lee and she was like, No, we need to keep the beef in the music. We're not fighting anybody. She basically got scared, <laughs> I guess, because Trina, like the whole Miami started co-signing for city girls like Trina came out and said something a whole bunch of people came out and was like you need to calm down so i don't know
0: wow you you know a lot
1: about this bitch <laughs> you really broke it down i literally yeah.
2: just want like you know i totally it understand yesterday. it
1: no. i i totally understand it
2: yeah, yeah. cuz that that's why they've been going back and forth like that and talk, like talking shit about each other
1: that's- I, I hate when people each i hate when people do that when a hot song come out And somebody say, oh, they took my song, blah, blah, blah. But we ain't never heard of that song. Once once the song blew up, then people come out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, that was my song.
0: Well, I mean, that's usually how it goes. What? Like somebody takes somebody's beat or somebody's song and it blows up. And that was usually somebody else's song. Like Like what's the So Soulja Boy had the Versace beat before Migos. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't even know that that beat was given to Migos. Mm -hmm. And the producer called him and said, like, I'm sorry, but. I mean, that was his song first, technically. That happens a lot, I think. Sometimes some the the songs get shopped around. Bodak Yellow was Kodak Black song. Yeah. So,
2: but I will say to this this particular situation, her song don't sound nothing like act up. Mm. Like it, it it really does not. Now, was it
1: just the beat or just? Or I think the that's whole she's song. trying to
2: she's trying to say the beat and the cadence. Like she's trying to say claim the whole song, but the the little yeah. snippets that I've heard, like it. She giving the same energy, but it's not anything similar to
1: Yeah, me. because, see, p- producers, this is, this is what producers do often. They make beats and they kind of send them around mm-hmm. a little bit and whatever pop pops. But a lot of these rappers don't actually buy the rights to these beats. Yeah. That's true. So, you know, as a producer, if you ain't really buy the rights to these beats, it's not really yours. It's fair game. So, yeah, if somebody come to me about this beat, I'm selling it. Yeah. And if that song pop off, then we can kind of work something out where, you know, we get our money and get paid. Yeah. So that's, it's kind of like, you know, it sucks to be you because you didn't create this hook to this beat. And just. It did that with Lloyd Banks. Remember Lloyd Banks? Yes.
0: I'm going to bring that up too. But do you think it's unfair if a rapper buys a beat from a producer for a project and then somebody else uses it, and it gets big, and it does nothing for you, but you bought the beat. I know maybe the legal paperwork isn't right to where you own the distribution of the beat, but don't you feel like if I paid for something, that should mean that
1: it's somebody
0: else can't use it and rap over it and let it blow up? Yeah.
1: I, I think if you do the uh, as an artist, if you do the right paperwork and somebody just so happened to use that beat, then that person probably can't make as much money. Like a Bobby Smurther yeah. probably couldn't. That couldn't be a single. They probably had to go with something else. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think Lloyd Banks, I think, that, because Lloyd Banks, he one of them old school rappers who just rap over anything and don't really give a shit about it. It wasn't like one of his singles.
2: Wait, what are y'all referring
1: to? To the hot nigga song. That
2: was a Lloyd Bobby Banks? Bobby Smur- yeah, yeah, that was
0: a Lloyd Banks song.
1: I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. It was actually a hard song. It was. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, Bobby Smurda, I think he... Probably just found that beat or used that beat and made Hot Nigga, yeah. And the song blew up, but with people not knowing that Lloyd Banks song, mm-hmm. they didn't know it was a Lloyd Banks song.
2: I kind of feel like I do know what song y'all may be referring to. Now that I'm thinking about the beat of Hot yeah.
1: Nigga, I think it was like a mixtape Lloyd Banks type yeah. of song. So I don't, I think it was nothing he can really do because I don't think he had like the full rights to yeah. that beat. Yeah. And if he did, he I'm sure he probably worked something out yeah. to let Bobby, you know. Do his thing, yeah, and got a little something from it,
2: yeah. But anyway, needless to say, I think that Megan Thee Stallion. I'm just interested to see like more from her. Okay, I'm interested to see like what else she gonna do? Cause I'm not a hottie oh, yet. Okay, I wanna well, be a hottie. I wanna see it.
1: I wanna see a 2019 Ladies Night track.
0: <laughs> it's never gonna happen. This,
1: this is the perfect time because we have a lot of female rappers out right now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like this at one point yeah it was always just that one person like nikki and some other person coming in the far second place yeah so i think i feel like megan i feel like city girls cardi b Mm -hmm. cardi b is is probably the highest one but their music is somewhat similar similar. yeah and i could see them all collabing on something at some point
2: i'd like to see um definitely megan and cardi do something together and that's the thing, too, like, the, the energy behind the female rappers right now, if you take Nicki out of the picture, they mm-hmm. seem to be supportive of one another. They seem yeah. to, like, comment on each other's stuff and be like, so I can see where you're saying, like, them this, actually making a you know a huge project out of it. This
1: the perfect time to do that. Like, to squash all the whole women hate, the um, female rap beef. Yeah. This is a perfect time to do it because you got, um, what's the... Um, not Asian though. What's the cash though? Cash though. Yeah, she pretty dope too. Mm-hmm. Like to get all these girls on one page and you know move as one.
2: Yeah,
1: that that'll probably be the first time that ever happened in hip hop because you had some p- female rappers that was cool in the '90s and stuff like that, but it was always beef. Yeah, it was always, uh, and, and the, I don't even know where the beef came from. I think it was more of a I'm I'm the I'm the best I'm the queen of hip hop and. Yeah. I think the public
2: but, does that. Like, yeah. I think it's already, like, it's already, it'll there will already be, like, insecurities there or, you know, just someone, you don't, you want to be the best at everything you do, so I think, but I also think, like, the public pins people against each other and makes it a bigger thing than it has to be or it was ever intended to be. Yeah.
1: I think that started the Nikki and Cardi beef. Oh, yeah. I think, uh-huh. yeah, because I don't think they really had beef at that time. Yeah. But... I mean, we I mean we was kinda responsible for it, say, Oh, she better than Nikki. She yeah. better than Nikki. Yeah. And sure. being in Nikki's shoes, that could piss you off at some point. You know what I mean. So
0: yeah. I, I refuse for the people to take uh, uh credit for that beat because that was between them. Mm-hmm. And that's also another reason why I think uh, a ladies' night really wouldn't happen. Yeah, it could, but ultimately unless you had Cardi and Nikki on it, it wouldn't count. Because those are number one and two respectively, but, and but they're Nikki, not going to do a song but, together. But
1: see, Nicki been out for so long though. She it's it, it's going on ten years, right? Yeah. So I don't think it would be a d- big deal if she wasn't on it. Uh, yeah. I don't think no. Nah, I don't think it, 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 it would. The because, song would
0: still pop because but,
1: you might as well go get Lil Kim and Foxy Brown. Man, and come
0: shit. on now. It's not the Nikki, same. Nikki, no, thing. Nikki
1: had a run like Cardi, Cash, Dog. All these other people are. What, three years in? Yeah. yeah. They're it's this is like new draft class. Mm-hmm. Nikki is not in the new draft class right now. She's been out for a minute. So you so you're I saying like think,
0: if they did a freshman freestyle with all women, that'll be more of what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I
1: mean yeah, I guess so. Okay. But I feel I mean, we know who Nikki is already. Yeah. And she had her chance to, you know, be that person that get everybody together, but she didn't. Fair enough. So, I, I mean, it would be good to have her on it, but I wouldn't be like, nah, this ain't right because she's not on it. She had her chance, and she still could do that, but yeah. she felt like she, I guess, away from everybody else.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I just feel like if they were promoting it as all the biggest star female stars in hip-hop got together for a song, you couldn't do without Nicki. No matter how you feel she wouldn't about her, do it though. You, I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, she, would. she wouldn't do it, but I'm yeah. just saying you can't talk up a song by saying we have all the biggest female hip hop stars on one track and not have Nikki. You, I could, I could see if you want to say, hey, all the dope, upcoming, like an XXL freestyle type of environment with Cash Doll and uh, 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 all of them, all of them.
1: But, but you, you got, you got to look at at it though. These younger ones that's hot right now. Yeah. They will be willing to do that. Cardi did a song with um City Girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nicki won't do that. She yeah. she never did anything like that. So I just I think it make more sense for them to, you know, come together as like this new up and coming, yeah, you know, females. And I think I I think something something like that can be legit without Nicki. I wouldn't be like, "Oh no, nah, this ain't right without Nicki" because she wouldn't even get on it. That's true. If she had a chance. Like I'm not. Yeah, I
0: think we're basically saying the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, um, one more final point on on Megan Thee Stallion, because I've been kind of going back and forth with this. Um, I do think, well, I thought until I heard this project, and she wasn't all talking about sex. But I feel like the way she markets herself is mainly just like twerk shit, and. Like, if you scroll down her timeline, her social media timeline, is nothing but, like, twerk videos. And it's clear, like, this is how she's putting herself out. Her biggest single is going to be all about sex and shit. Uh, And I hear people complaining about that when they say, I can't get into her because all she talks about is sex and all that shit. Now, I agree, and I think she's more talented to be just talking and posting and shaking ass. But I also feel like there's a double standard here because, the Clips ain't never, Pusha T especially, has never rapped about nothing other than crack. Yeah.
3: Really. Yeah.
0: And we think that's cool. We let that slide. But if a girl only promotes sex and, uh, like, we're, we're being picky and choosy about the degenerate behavior that's okay to only rap about. So, do y'all think it we're being a little double standardish by saying that uh, chastising Megan, but then promoting all these crack rappers and drug rappers and all this shit?
2: I I wouldn't say double. I yes and no, only because it's not that. It I, I don't feel like it's in any ill like will towards Megan. I think it's more so that we see how talented she is That's and we true. want her to live up to her her talent. We don't want her to just be out here being what all these other, you know, other female rappers tend to be these days because we know she, we can tell she's talented. Like we just want her to live up to her talent and be able to, you know, push forward and do more than what she is. She don't have to do what she's doing. Like we, like we get that. That's, a, it's a lot of that out here right now. So why not be different? in some type of way. She she don't have to be no conscious rapper. I'm not saying that at all, but just, I don't know. I don't even, and it's sad, too, because I don't even know, like, I wouldn't even be able to offer anything right now. Like, if if we were to have a conversation, I wouldn't know what to tell her to do differently because I wouldn't ask her to be a conscious rapper, but just something other than you twerking and shaking your ass and talking about people, eat like, just other than that.
0: Jasmine, you would trip out and take a picture and ask for an autograph. (laughs) I don't think so. I don't really get... like, okay, you don't get starstruck Not
2: too bad. I do get nervous.
0: Girl, if, you was tripping when Drake we thought Drake looked at you. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Cuz it's Drake.
2: Like Drake got like, he did. He smiled at me. See. see. Yeah, no. Hope but that you don't
0: fangirl out.
2: No, I like. I think not. Not to. Yeah, no. I'm not a big enough fan for her of her right now. Okay, to, you weren't
0: a Drake fan. You hey, you had nothing but shit to but talk that's about Drake. Like he has right a plane. Before, he has oh, a plane. Oh, because he rich is what makes like, a difference.
2: Uh, Aubrey okay. is something
0: else. Now know? he's Aubrey. <laughs> I've been calling that
2: name Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah.
0: uh, Figgy. What What do you think about this, man? Do you think people are are? Is there double standard about? What Megan raps about.
1: I think so. And not only that, I feel like I don't have a problem with her just rapping about that. Right at this moment is working. Yeah. So like me, I wouldn't touch anything. I'll keep rapping about the same shit long as it works. You know I mean, we all know she can rap. Oh, yeah. But to me, it ain't no point of trying to switch to something else. Like people coming to you for that. So I have no problem with her doing what she's doing at this moment because it's a lane for that right now at this moment. That's it true. probably wasn't all like that before, but now you got people like City Girls, you got you know other female rappers that rap about similar shit. Mm-hmm. Cardi B, that's what pe- that's what mainly females going for right now. They don't want to hear no conscious sh- shit. So I think I think she need to stay where she at right now. Is is it that got her hot? Her twerking and all that stuff, That's all I see, and yeah. I wasn't even following her on. Um, Instagram or Twitter or nothing like that at yeah. the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's a double standard because we we don't say anything about Pusha T who rap about the same shit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I I don't know. I th- I think people. Um, I understand what people are saying, but it don't make sense for her to try to switch it up just to prove something. Yeah. yeah. Like we all know she can rap. She she did a million freestyles on radio. And you know she, you know she can't talk about sex that much on live radio. So I mean we all know she can rap, mm-hmm. but her moneymaker is talking about sex. Yeah. So just stick in your lane right now. Yeah. Yeah, I I pretty
0: much agree. Um, the one thing that kind of bothers me is that she recently became this, but she wasn't this originally. Apparently really? she was more, and we had Kim So Major on the show uh before and she she met uh Megan early in her career mm-hmm. and said that she was really like bashful and shy in terms of talking about anything sexual. Oh really? Yeah. And uh I think earlier in her career she re- she didn't she wasn't this. And she see, didn't dress like this, she didn't rap like this really. And see that's so. why
2: I I don't I'm not a big advocate for her cuz I haven't taken the time to do my research on her or like I haven't taken the time to actually like watch interviews or any like stuff that I would typically do. When I'm into an artist, I haven't done that for her yet. So that's the only reason I can't say I'm a hottie or yeah. nothing like that. Like, nothing against her. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well,
0: I think uh, she's going to wink at you one day and you'll be a hottie overnight. <laughs> <laughs> you no, catch her.
1: No, all it takes is a good interview. Yeah. I, I say this a bunch of times. Like, once somebody go on the Breakfast Club and have a damn good interview, Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn,
2: yeah, I, I fuck with soldier Boy. What, that's how that City Girls great. got me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: all she, yeah, all you gotta do is just meet her, talk to her. Mm-hmm. She have a good conversation or a good interview, then yeah. you'll be like, okay, I understand where yes. she come from now. She, yeah, yeah her music don't sound too bad after all. So, yeah.
0: come on the podcast, Megan. <laughs> yes. We we'll give you the, we the, love you. We will give you the interview that makes you a true star. <laughs> She's already there. Um, uh, so more new releases that dropped this past couple of weeks. Um, Tyler the Creator dropped an album uh, to much cl- critical acclaim it's called Igor um, I didn't hear it Um, I'll probably hear it eventually but just I don't know I wouldn't really feel it but Figgy you did hear it uh, what were your thoughts on it man
1: I got to like maybe three or four songs the first three or four songs okay the first two songs was a tough listen it, I don't know it was a lot going on and I feel like now he really don't rap as much mm-hmm. it's a lot It's a lot of singing. I don't know if it's him or just somebody in his camp, but it's like a lot of piano, a lot of distorted type sounds, but it it sound cool, but you really don't hear from him as much. So it took me a minute to get into it, but um, I think I got to like the third or fourth song, and it sound sound okay. But uh, I got to get through it, but this one was a little tough for me. Usually I get right into it, but... I don't know. I I will say his production is is way better than it was when he first started. I felt like he grown as a producer. Yeah, and he produced the whole thing as well. Yeah, and uh, I think he's a little underrated when it comes to um, being a, um, I guess a producer. Yeah, his his shit is pretty dope. So I I ain't like I said I ain't get through the whole thing, but um, yeah, I'll let y'all know next week. Okay, about the whole album.
0: One one more uh, um, discussion about Tyler real quick. Okay. Yeah. Um are we still acting like he's trolling or can we finally admit that Tyler the Creator is gay? I thought we
2: I thought we knew this. Like I thought we People still think that he's trolling I do not and think it's some his kind name of is act. He's trolling at all. Some
0: people do. Whenever you bring it up online, they're like, "Nah, he's just trolling."
2: No, I don't think so at all. In his lyrics, you can tell like I don't think he's trolling. Yeah. I I think some people just haven't accepted it. Like, it, it is what it is. I don't think that he's trolling at
0: all. Some of the stuff he does is kind of trolly. Like, for example, uh, Drake gave him props on a project and he asked Drake for nudes.
1: <laughs> like,
0: stuff like that. That's kind of trolly. But, um, that's it, how he
1: started off. Um, yeah. at the beginning, he was more of an Eminem type of troll yeah, rapper. Yeah, I didn't say crazy care shit. for him
2: at first. Like, um, my friend Spencer, like, in college and stuff. They used to try to put me on and I thought I saw the video, I don't know what it was, but he had like roaches coming out of his eyes or something like that. Yeah, he Uh-oh, ate a yonkers. roach. Ate yonkers. A roach. yes. Yeah, I, yonkers. That Yonkers video freaked me out That's and I would never, hard. That song was. Hard. And I would never That's like, a classic
1: in my book. I would
2: never watch him again or like listen to him again until I like, you know, took some time out. I was like, okay, like my wife I like hate him. him. Really?
1: Yeah, it could be one one day I was playing the good song on this last album. I forgot mm-hmm. the name of it.
2: But
1: she like, oh yeah, who is this? And I told her she like, oh no, nah, yeah, cut this off because Why? she she felt like he a devil worshiper. Yeah, oh.
2: that's that's what the vibe He's, I got at first. Yeah, too. but I liked it, I liked this album. I listened to a majority of it, but I didn't bother to like look at the track listing. I was like running when I was doing it, so I was just listening. And I liked the production. Everything about the production was really nice, but okay. uh, I couldn't tell you what what my what was my favorite or anything. I just did a you know a quick listen.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's much love you're going to get on the podcast, Tyler. <laughs> no, nah, I'm um, Other albums that dropped, Uh, DJ Khaled dropped last week. Um, He dropped an album, Son of a Sod. If y'all can't tell, um, I know it's kind of low key, but DJ Khaled loves his son.
3: <laughs> no, I, I know oh, it's kind of low key. really? Y'all
0: could, I don't know if y'all could tell. You know, it's kind of the industry secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he, he loves his son. And uh, he dropped another album with everybody on it. He put "Top" back on there. It tripped me out because when they said the album featuring Beyonce and Jay Z, I'm like, "Oh shit, they got a new track."
2: Another song. Yeah.
0: It was fucking "Top" back, man. I hate that song, but whatever. It'll i put the of Trash, I put the trash. But um, <laughs> the rest had the usual suspects: that Cardi B. Um, a uh, Buju Banton, who is re- somehow making a comeback, I guess. Buju Banton was a reggae artist from the mid '90s. Uh, a big controversy with him he he did a song basically talking about killing gay people, and he got like banned from certain countries. But he's oh, making wow. some kind of comeback, so I thought that was strange. But I do like Buju Banton. So um, I was Uh-oh. annoyed
2: to see No Brainer on there too, the Justin Bieber tune. Yeah. song. like that's been out forever.
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. nothing to say about that (laughs) two cornballs on a track i don't really care but um so what did y'all think about this album um i personally didn't think it lived up to his previous ones um i don't know if i'm just getting tired of the collab albums with no kind of flow or meaning but besides just throwing a bunch of people on tracks Mm -hmm. but maybe it's just me so what did y'all think about this dj Khaled album
2: i thought the production was the best that i've heard from him like in the albums in the past i think for me, this was one of my more favorite albums of his, like the last album he did is something about aside too. I can't remember, but uh, it was a
0: uh, gracious, I think or grateful grateful, but it had a picture of him in a jacuzzi okay okay that was the wild yeah.
2: thoughts album, yeah, right yeah. yeah, like so that album I didn't really care for. I liked it at the time, but it wasn't something that I like went back to. I think songs on this album I actually will go back to. I have unpopular opinions about certain songs on this album. So. What the one with Chris Brown? Yeah, I like that song. I think it's fine. <laughs> of I think course. this is. I think this is a uh, song is fine. I'm like glad to hear her on a track again. Like after all the voice, you know, the vocal controversy. Yeah, she's, she's, she's where
0: she belongs in the studio where they can min- manipulate her voice to make it alone. sound like she can
2: sing. Leave her alone. I think. Um, Obviously, the Nipsey song was my favorite. It was a good song. I wanted to hear um, the second verse. I wanted to hear him go harder on the second verse, or like Mm. maybe an extended version of the of the second verse because that beat was just it was fire. It was Nipsey, so that was good. Um, The free. What is the song called? The One with Lil Wayne.
0: Don't don't say freaking you was good. I I thought the I thought
2: the beat I thought the beat and the um production of it was good, but they didn't like their rapping was not
0: awful. I didn't
2: like I I wanted more like they didn't deliver Mm -hmm. like they didn't live up to that beat. That beat could have been like that song could have been fire.
0: Yeah, it was fire when it first came out and it was actually (laughs) sang properly by (laughs) Jodeci. But But
2: anyways, um. Other songs that I liked, I don't care what you say, I still like Top Act.
0: What are your controversial opinions on this album? Um,
2: controversial? Because you,
0: you said you had controversial opinions on this album.
2: Oh, the Scissor song. No one likes that song, oh. and I think the song is fine. The video is trash, but I think the song is good. Like, I really like the song. It was one of my favorites when I first listened to the album, honestly. Okay. So, um, oh, I have another hot take for y'all. Celebrate is my least favorite song, and it has Travis Scott on it.
0: Mm. Um, it's, mm. it's
2: probably one of my least favorite songs
0: um, it kind of seems like your opinion on travis scott's features are are changing
2: um i don't we, we haven't gotten to all of the new releases yet so i think okay. that might change that statement might change oh damn it but um <laughs> travis on this song i don't know if it was like the lack of auto-tune like he kind of reduced the auto-tune um on some I want to say it was. I don't think it's the chorus. I think it's like one of his verses. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but something about it was just kind of like, it was kind of odd, or something was yeah. off. Something was slightly different for him. Like I don't. I think it was the auto tune. I think they did something to the auto tune. But then when he jumps into the chorus with Post Malone and stuff, it sounds like him again. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But it it was cool. It was one of my. I will say it was one of my least favorites. But um, I also think. Dang, the song with, what is it called? With Meek Mill and is it J Balvin? Yeah. Yeah. I really like that song. I think that song is, like, going to be a summer song. Okay. One of the, like, songs of the summer. For
0: sure. I think the Nipsey song will override all that, honestly. Really? But.
2: Yeah, and I I appreciated that that song wasn't sad either. It gives me chills every time I hear it. Like, Figgy and I just watch the video, and every time I hear it, like, I get chills. Yeah, it was inspirational. I liked it. Yeah. That was a lot. Sorry, guys.
0: That's all good. Figgy, how you feel about it, man?
2: Um,
1: I was disappointed at it, and oh, it's not. Honestly, I can't remember a good DJ Khaled album that Ooh. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is a classic." To we, me,
0: the first one that came out, was the very good. first one. Yeah,
1: that's what I said. That's probably the last one. Mm-hmm. But I think I think DJ Khaled is like a Swiss beats. He he can hype up anything. Like, he can hype up a fucking radio station, and we'll be like, wow. True. <laughs> but um, I'm going to go through some of the songs. The first song, Holy Mountain, I thought that was a pretty good song, a different song for DJ Cali to me. Like, I ain't expect to hear uh, uh, "Buju Banton. Yeah. I ain't expect to hear him on it. I see um, 070 um, Shake. 070.
0: Oh seven i love 070 well oh, 70 yeah. how do you pronounce her fucking name man? I don't o seven oh yeah, it's not o uh-uh. seventy We can't shorten shake. it o no. seven o seven oh shape
1: okay. yeah yeah i'm i'm I a love, big I
2: love her voice I'm a big fan
1: of her, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of her, I just got hip to her, and she sounded good music.
2: music, yeah,
1: I, like, I I never heard I was just randomly going through songs on Tidal mm-hmm. and I came across that, so I ended she, up on, she was on a. Uh, she was on the Kanye album uh, okay.
2: uh the mm-hmm.
1: ghost
2: town, okay. She sung
1: I thought that shit, that I thought, like, I thought that was Sway Lee. I think but, that
2: was one of the standout tracks for her that people weren't that weren't hip to her. I think that's kind of how they first maybe got introduced.
1: Okay. But yeah, Strange. uh I thought that song was cool. Um the song with Cardi being 21 Savage. It it sound like similar Cardi song yeah. that she always on. Um uh, I I think that song still bumped though. I did not care for um uh, <laughs> <I'm> Jealous <laughs>
2: The disrespect.
1: Yeah, I ain't really care for that. Um, the scissor song, I cringe so hard mm-hmm. because I'm a big fan of Outkast. Same here. Mm-hmm. I love Miss Jackson's song. That, yep. That's a classic song. I love the vid- that video. And um, when it first, when, when this song first came on, I thought they was gonna flip the beat somehow.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But the beat stayed the same. Yep. So <laughs> I'm like, what? I know she ain't about to sing on this whole beat like this. Like. <laughs> I was I was a little disappointed at that. And I see they trying to push that song more than all these other songs because it was playing throughout the playoffs. Yeah. So once ESPN pick up a fucking song, you about <laughs> to hear that throughout the whole fucking finals. They tried to do the same
0: thing with Jay J. Cole last Cole. year too. Run it that up. trash well, ass the, too, song too, man. Uh,
1: Count it up.
2: Count it up. ATM. Yeah. yeah. They tried to do
1: that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was disappointed at that song. Uh, I like the uh, Meek Mill, J Balvin. I like that song. Yeah. That song was cool. Uh, I, I didn't like Celebrate with Travis Scott and Post Malone. Nipsey, uh, to me, that was the best song on there. Okay. It, and, um, Nipsey was, man, he was going in on that song. It, 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 it kind of made me think, like, damn, like, we really lost somebody who can actually rap. He was really rapping on there. It yeah. wasn't no...
2: And it's Bullshit. crazy to hear like him talk about setting off rounds in the middle of the day. Not that that's out of the ordinary for something for him to be wrapped a- in about, but to for us to know that that's how he lost his life, and he literally rapped about that. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, that was to me that was the probably the best song on the whole album. I was disappointed with the Nas and CeeLo Green song. Yeah, me too. I thought that was trash. I was real disappointed with that to the point I couldn't even get through the whole song. Yeah. Um. What else? The Jeezy Ross record, it was okay. I think it could have been better with that.
0: I they need to, they unless they could put something out that matches the quality of, a, what was that song on Rick Ross' album, uh, War Ready.
1: War, yeah, I don't, think Rick Ross need to produce a, a Ross and Jeezy record. Yes. I think, yeah, this one, it was cool, but I probably won't go back to it. Freaking you, I ain't even, yeah, I skip, skip, <laughs> top, skip. Off, skip, 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 skip. <laughs> no brainer, skip, skip. Um, <laughs> um, the big Sean song was uh cool, he he went in on that one, yeah, but um, the last one, I, I was kind of a little fed up, I ain't even pay attention to the last one, so um, yeah. Yeah, uh, like I said, I mean it's not breaking news that I was disappointed with a Khaled album, <laughs> but it's not breaking news. Yeah, I I probably just go back for the Nipsey song. That's it. <laughs>
2: yeah. What about you?
0: I kind of felt the same. Honestly, I skimmed it. Um, I wasn't really feeling it from the jump. Um, it just I, I'm not really big. On, like I'm more into a cohesive album. Than I am just a mashup of singles. It kind of feels like you're listening to a greatest, like a now. No. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I call music 75 or whatever the fuck they're up to now. <laughs> so I'm I'm not a big fan of of just jumping from and no sequencing at all because it's just a compilation album. Um so I, I wasn't really feeling it from the jump. Maybe there'll be some anthems that I'm feeling later on. But overall, I just thought it was you know, I wasn't looking forward to it, so I can't say it's disappointing. But it basically wasn't what I thought it was, which is, you know, a couple of singles on there, but mainly filler. And uh, the yeah, I was really the, the Nas and CeeLo Green song was disappointing. I feel like CeeLo Green is so rare and he shouldn't be. But when you put him on a track, uh, it needs to be great. And yeah. that one was not it, especially with Nas. Like, yeah. Nas yeah. is rare, too. You know, you don't see him do a lot of features. So, yeah, yeah it was disappointing all around. And I didn't enjoy that. So is what it is. Um, hopefully it does better next time if you're going to get all these, you know, classic rappers and with the new rappers on. Get better production, Khaled, please. We know you can. <laughs> um, So let's get into some singles that came out. Uh, London by Young Thug, J. Cole, and Travis Scott, which is apparently uh, Jasmine's anthem right now. My
2: heart was so happy when I woke up to that.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I, what did you like about this song?
2: Um, it was great, J Cole. I love J Cole's um, verse. Travis Scott on the chorus was great. Like it was just really good. Okay. It's really good. Um, I Young Thug. I'm not the biggest Young Thug fan, but yeah. he he did he did I right on there too. Like I I just thought it was a really good song. I don't know about Song of the Summer. Like they're they're asking and they're claiming and trying to push on social it's media. Too early, too early. But um, I do think I really like the song. I think it's good. J Cole been killing the features
0: lately. Yeah, he has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, Figgy, you hear this one?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the song too. Um, I played it a couple times. The only thing is, man, I know Jasmine might get a little mad at me, but is Travis Scott, yeah, he's and not trash. The hooks, sometimes, like sometimes I don't understand his hooks. I feel like he do a little too much.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Where, like, I, I'm, like, I don't know how he'd do with a verse. Maybe he'd go off on a verse or something, but. Mm-hmm just the hooks kind of bothered me like even with the um with the Kodak Black song the ZZ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like to me to me that hook wasn't even needed at that point i think it but that was kodak's hook. hook wasn't it no um travis, travis was on the sang hook it. yeah he was on the oh okay hook. i
0: thought that was kodak singing it for some reason no mm-hmm.
1: he, he he i think he on the back part of oh it. okay pull up on the demon god yeah. yeah that but, was him yeah yeah but i, I don't know i'm just, uh, I think he needed. Uh, I, I see. I like the hooks on his album, though.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if
1: he had the hooks on his album, then I wouldn't be complaining. But I feel like his features, uh, the hooks with his features, is kind of like, uh, yeah, like I don't know. I feel like it, that could have been better. But I still like the song. I, I think the song is pretty dope. Yeah.
0: I think he's being spread a little bit too thin, to be honest. He seems to be having features on every single major release recently. Um, it's kind of like future when future got overexposed and suddenly his hooks weren't hit no more. Mm. It's cause you're producing too much. And I'd Sound rather him same. be a little more rare, a little more laid back and saving the good shit for his projects and maybe do a feature here and there where it makes sense. But he's been I think he's been overextended and overexposed mm. um to his detriment. So hopefully, um, the album kind of redeems these weak features in my mind. But I know Jasmine loves him regardless. So, mm. uh, <laughs> let's talk about "Purple Emoji" by Ty Dolla $ign and J Cole. J Cole been on a little run this week. Um, Jasmine,
2: that song is amazing. I can't wait for this Ty Dolla $ign album. Like, it's gonna be so good. I just, um, I heard a snippet of something, he, another feature that he had. Maybe it was the Cole feature. Maybe it was the Cole feature. Um, but that song is hard. Like, I love that song. Okay, it's so good. And Cole's like flow on the, uh, it's just amazing. Go listen if you haven't already. Okay. I love the um. I, at first, I was wondering like listening. I didn't understand why it was called purple heart emoji. And then take hey, Cole tells us why.
0: Wait, it's purple heart emoji I mean, or purple, purple emoji? emoji? My bad, sorry. That's like the devil emoji, right? Yeah. So it's like a devil worshiper song, then. No.
2: No, <laughs> why, okay. why sound, would you? Sound, why are you we, doing this talk, to me? I'm just saying no. it's a devil no, emoji. No, 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 You have to listen to the song and the content behind it. It's okay. like it, it's very it's a love song. Okay. Yeah. Well, how
0: sweet. Uh, uh, Figgy, how do <laughs> you feel about I, it, man? I like
1: the song too. Um, this. Uh, I I was never a Ty dollar Sign
2: fan.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know what it is. I I never understood the hype.
0: Modern day Nate Dog, according to Jules. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hey, yeah. I can I can I yeah, I
1: can agree. Uh, yeah, I never wow. really understood the hype. I I couldn't get into none of his music, but this is probably probably like the first song I really like where I could go back to it and play it. Okay. But uh I thought the song was the, I, I I hate these short songs. Yeah. yeah I wish it I, it should have been another uh another verse to it. It could have been another Ty Dolla Sign verse, but outside of that, man, I thought it was a dope song. The yeah. beat was dope. Everything about it was dope.
0: Um, as long as this streaming era is here, we're all those singles gonna be short. Yeah, I think uh, Old Town Road especially changed the game forever in this respect yeah. because um that song got like to play
1: it like three times, barely so two
0: gonna- minutes, and it is like the biggest song ever on the Billboard charts right now. We're, so
1: we're
2: playing it here
0: too. Speaking of which, um, he found Lil Nas X, <laughs> which I still laugh at that name every time I see it. Uh, Lil Nas X. Uh, finally released the um Old Town Road video with uh Billy Ray Cyrus. Also featured uh cameos by Vince Staples, Chris Rock, um Rico Nasty was in there for a second. Ha ha Davis. Who? The
1: Ha um, ha Clinton Dix? No, no, what? <laughs> I did to say the football the, player? The dude Ha ha Davis. The
2: uh don't you go in there? Don't you go in there? He he used to do funny Instagram videos. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. I didn't recognize yeah. him at the time. I saw the I saw his name on the list, but I didn't recognize Rico Nasty either. Okay, yeah, she was in there for a hot second. Yeah, I didn't in see it. Little, little
0: country bar thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, did y'all enjoy this video? Was it, it worth the hype?
2: Oh yeah, it was great. I I was interested to see what he was gonna do with it with the song. Like it, he had to he had to thrive on this. Like yeah. he had to. But I think he it, he exceeded my expectation for sure. It was good. I liked it, and I'm. If anybody out there wants to help me um, become Vince Staples' baby mama, just let me know. Okay. Yeah. Why?
0: Why would we help you do that? I mean, <laughs> just fly just out to Cali and uh, shoot your shot. See just what saying, happens. You know? Just go to the
1: show, get
2: a right.
0: um, backstage pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just saying. I wish you luck, Figgy. How you feel about the video, man?
1: Um, I I ain't think the video was gonna be this good. So I ain't really had expectations for it. But um I thought it was pretty good. Chris Rock was a little weak in it. Yeah. It was that was, <laughs> but, that but, was disappointing. But shit, I, I mean, he was lucky to even get Chris Rock. So um, you know, I commend him on that. But um I thought it was pretty dope, man. I I liked the whole little movie. It was like a little movie. Yeah. So um I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I actually watched it twice. Yeah. So um yeah, I enjoyed it.
0: I thought the video was cool, too, man. Like you said, like I'm a big Chris Rock fan, um, and he was extra weak in it. Um, I made the joke that yeah, they didn't pay for jokes, I guess. They only paid for him, and, <laughs> and he just kind of just said whatever. But, um, yeah, he wasn't really funny at all in it. But uh, the video itself was cool. I liked the aesthetic of of the cowboy in the hood and shit. That was interesting. Um,
2: Is he from Cali? Do we know?
0: No, nah, I think he's from Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I thought it was a cool little aesthetic. Um, Vin Staples was funny in it, but he's funny in everything. So
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Um So let's go ahead and uh make our predictions about Lil Nod's X right now. Do y'all think he's gonna be a one hit wonder?
2: I don't. I I would have said yes. Okay. But I see all of the support that he has from different people respectful people in the game. So, and then even after the video I went um I like how just like how himself he is. Like I went on his Twitter and looked and he like retweeted a thread that he had tweeted like who knows how long ago and it yeah. was like hey y'all just in case um you know just check out my music he's still acting like a soundcloud rapper yeah. like and i appreciate that because he not letting this he know it he know he not that yet like he knows it and he's like hey y'all um i just want to put this out there like uh follow this thread y'all can see the rest of my music like you know i really i really like that he is still trying to push himself even though he has all the like you know i think that in itself is going to make him he may not be here long but he going to be here longer than old town road just because He's still trying to work and still not letting this get to his head. He seems very humble. I think he
0: is like a reformed online troll, basically, <laughs> because he was definitely trolling early in his career, but yeah. now he's like famous, so he has to stop.
1: That's mm-hmm. somebody who um you can actually tweet at, and he yeah. could probably re- he, he will probably retweet something. you. Yeah, yeah, that's because uh, a lot of celebrities don't even pay attention mm-hmm. to that shit. Don't but check their mentions. He actually reply and um retweet people.
2: Did you see today? I don't know if it was today, but um I guess he was like challenging people to do their own Old Town Road videos. Yeah, and they was somebody that had a whole horse in their backseat. Yeah, like, I saw oh, that. And like, oh, no, this, this isn't what, what I, I mean. asked. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah.
0: Um, I will go ahead and admit, even though I do like the kid, um, as a fellow online troll, uh, <laughs> I respect the hustle and the grind and the come up. I think he's going to be a one-hit wonder. Mm-hmm. I think this song is kind of gimmicky, and I don't think his next song is going to match its impact or crossover appeal. The fact that it was a country song that white people love played a big role in how big this song got. And I think his next songs will not be have crossover appeal. I think they'll probably be more standard, like, trap-sounding shit. Mm-hmm. He's previewed a few songs that's going to be on his album, possibly. And, I mean, they're, they sound like a lot of stuff that's out right now. It didn't sound like anything you like, I'm not hating on him. I think he has talent for what he does, but... It sounded like standard fare, and nothing sounded like it was going to pop anywhere near the level of what Old Town Road did. That being said, I mean, this is a huge hit, and regardless if it's his number- only hit, you know, I'd rather be a one-hit wonder than a no-hit wonder. Yeah. yeah. So, no matter what it's he won. There's nothing bad about that. Exactly. He got a bag. He won, so... No shame in being a one-hit wonder, but I think he I don't think he's gonna make anything that'll match this or even close.
1: Yeah, I um I wanna add to that too. Uh I think he'll come out with another hit, but like you said, it won't be I don't think it's gonna be close as old town road. Yeah. So I mean and I mean, is that a one hit one? Is that considered a one hit wonder? I, I'm not sure, but I think he'll come out with something else and people will, you know, go for it but i don't think he'll make anything big as old town road again i think that's his i think that's his limit right yeah. there and um i think he i think he'll be around um i think he'll be around for a little bit mm-hmm. but i think the hype right now i think this is his limit right here
0: i agree and speaking about uh people who are getting a a lot of hype right now uh billy ray cyrus um Vicky, you just let me know uh, before the show started Apparently he dropped a new album. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That quick? Yeah. Apparently Why he was not? retired before Old Town Road came out. and Now he just dropped an album.
2: Why not? Hey, he gotta he gotta keep this keep this rolling. He got attention. Oh yeah. Right How now. do y'all
0: feel about Lil Nas X reportedly buying him a Maserati? Number one, I don't believe this. Yeah, but let, let's say it actually that. happened.
1: I, I thought it was the other I thought it was the other nah, one.
0: Lil Lil Nas uh. X bought Billy Ray Cyrus a Maserati. And hey, that's what they okay. said on Twitter. And they filmed it like he surprised him with it. Wow.
2: I don't see nothing wrong with it. I think, obviously, Billy Ray probably has way more money than yes, exactly. Lil Nas. But it shows that he's appreciative. He knows that he probably wouldn't have popped without him. Yeah. that You know, this big. So I, I don't see nothing wrong with it.
0: I didn't like it, um, but I think it was a stunt regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like somebody, especially like him, who, yeah, you do owe a lot to Billy Ray Cyrus for making the song even bigger probably. Yeah. But um, you just got money. And for somebody who's already been in the game and already had so many hits and has rich daughter, you know, yeah. he's been getting the bag for decades now. Yeah. He didn't need a Maserati. You do have to do that for him. But I think the label got it for him. I don't think it was something like – Lil Nas X really bought in this it. I think it was a stunt. To, yeah. yeah. I think it was a stunt. I think he got it as a gift maybe from the label and they said, Hey, act like Lil Nas X got this for you. But
2: now do we know his label situation or his his contract situation? Like, yeah, old time wrong is old Town road is huge, but is he reaping the benefit the real benefits of it? Like is he really getting paid off of it? Or is this like, you know how I don't know if he's signed to anything or if he, he has is a contract. Yeah, is, he he like a, is he in a 360 type situation? Yes, he is. That sucks.
1: You think he in a 360?
0: Everybody is not a 360. <laughs> Everybody sucky. is not a 360. No, yeah. but I,
2: I, I guess I say that because if if it's a label thing, that's the stuff that we hear about all the time. Like if the label is buying these gifts, things that, this, that, and the other, you ain't ever going to see that money. That's the money that you should have been making right there. So,
0: I think he got money. I don't know what his contract negotiations were. Uh, but I, the song is so big that there's no way he didn't get a significant amount. Yeah. Just based off of how big it's gotten. Yeah. But I think
1: the label gave him something. Yeah. yeah. He probably got he, in advance. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I wonder How much it cost to shoot that video? Um.
1: The song cost nah,
2: like what? It was it like? No, nah, it was fun? a
1: good production. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he paid. I think he paid for that video mm-hmm. or the label or pay. the label. Yeah. AKA him. Yeah. yeah. But um. Ain't down to. It. Yeah, I think I think Billy Ray Cyrus need to uh, buy him a damn Maserati. Exactly, because he wasn't doing shit. Yeah, er, er, like country people wasn't checking for him.
0: Yeah, to the point
1: he retired. Yeah, and he hopped on his remix, and now he dropping the the. I I don't know if if this considered um to be an album, but he got nine songs on his album. Oh wow! So old
0: town road remix on there too. Nah, I'm okay. surprised
1: he didn't put that on there.
0: Respectful at least.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah, he, I think he definitely need to buy him a damn Maserati. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: agree, man. Um, by the way, I can't see any comments on the Periscope thing, but uh uh let me know if anything comes through. We could answer y'all questions if y'all have any. Um, so let's get into some topics, man. It's been a little bit. Uh so we mentioned Drake a little earlier. Um, Jasmine got a newfound crush on Aubrey Graham after uh, a report record, reportedly smiling. He did probably because she thought you were underage, but I'm just playing.
3: Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> wow, I'm wow, just wow, playing. Wow. But um, uh, so Drake has been very very visible during. Of uh, we all knew he would be. Toronto Raptors are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, against the Milwaukee Bucks. The series is tied, going to Game Seven, I believe, right now. I think, yeah, I think it is. So, um, w- people are getting a little bit frustrated by Drake being all up in the video, oh, um, the video. walking up and down the sideline, patting the coach on the back, yelling at Milwaukee Bucks players like he's actually in the game on the bench or something. So, what do y'all think about this? Some people are complaining. Some people are saying it's annoying. Some people are saying he just sit his ass down and act like a fan. And some people say, like, he's part of the reason why the Raptors got this big. Apparently, their training facility is named the OVO Training Facility. So, I didn't even know that. He liked the brand the bastard. Yes.
2: I, I thought, I don't know, I, I thought he was. For some reason, I thought he was no longer, like, whatever role he officially had, I thought he was no longer it. And he just, you know, he loves the team, so he's just always there. Maybe he still is a brand ambassador, I assume. I think he is. I think so. Because yeah.
0: they still wear, like, OVO gear. Yeah, yeah, and
2: then they just gifted him, like, an 800,000. I mean, eight hundred. did it say million or thousand? Some type of jersey. Yeah. Was expensive as hell. Yeah, so some ridiculous. But
0: do y'all good. think he has a right to be marching
1: up and down the sideline? I think he's doing a little too much because you had people like Spike Lee, who yeah. was probably the most... Irritating fan of all time. Yes, who he wasn't doing that. He was talking shit and all that, but he wasn't rubbing the coach's shoulder. He wasn't, you know, going all on the court and all yes. that stuff. I think he doing a little too much. It's to me, it's bad when I can see him on TV. Yeah, when that when I'm trying to watch the game and I keep seeing him jumping up and down and high fiving people, running on the court a little bit. I yeah, th- I think. I think I don't think it's nothing wrong with him being a fan, mm-hmm. but I think he being way too extra, and he know it. That yeah, I I have a problem with it because if it was a normal fan, they would be kicked out. Exactly. So but I he's think Drake. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's a little irritating to me, and I, I man, I, I want them to lose so bad because really? of that.
0: Just cause of Drake,
1: yeah, it's it's kind of irritating, man. Like he got his chest all out. He, I ain't, I ain't gonna say he tra- Well, he was trolling, um, Joel Embiid. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of funny, actually. It but, was. But um, seeing stuff like that made me root against <laughs> that team. Yeah.
0: Um, I was gonna ask something else. I already forgot my question. Damn it. Uh, fuck. What I was gonna say. I lost my train of thought. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, it, it, oh, yeah, it, the whole thing with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks daughter, um, does anybody think that's creepy? Apparently, uh, the game after Drake did all the theatrics, uh, trolling uh, Giannis Tim I don't have can say his fucking name. And And, uh, yeah, um, apparently uh, the Milwaukee Bucks daughter, who Figgy thought was Danica Patrick, because I guess because she was sitting hey. next to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> they, they look
1: kind of cozy. They they look, uh, I don't know. And, they sh- and to be fair, they showed it for like three seconds. Yeah. So they, they just show it. I can
0: understand the confusion because, you know, y'all look alike. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just, uh, so she wore a shirt with Pusha T's face on it. And then uh, Drake went ahead and added her to his Instagram story. And he said, OK, all's is fair in war and war. Don't worry, I'll still get you tickets to OVO Fest. And then he changed his avatar to her picture. Yeah. Does anybody think this is creepy?
2: Uh, I yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. Um, because it wasn't you, I know. No, <laughs> just um, I get that it's a it's a fun back and forth thing, but that's kind of weird. Yeah. Like that's kind of creepy. I, it was one thing for him to post it on his story, but i he did turn it back because when you told me about it, it was no longer there. Yeah. So I I. I get that it, what he was doing, but that was a little weird. But I think it's hilarious. Like I, I don't, I don't mind seeing Drake being Drake because he's done this forever. Like he does this whenever it gets a certain time in the c- basketball playoff time, I would say, or just yeah. a certain time in any type of sport. I would say playoffs, you tend to see Drake on the sidelines or on the sideline, you know, somewhere. So I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny to see her, like, clap back with that T-shirt on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, very, like, that was very cute, but, co- like, real calm and collective. So yeah, I don't know. I Interesting
0: think- he can respond back to her but not to push it, but whatever. <laughs> I stole dead. that from a tweet. I stole I that from a tweet. I won't even lie. i yeah, <laughs> Is no. Drake on coke? No. You don't think so?
2: I don't think so at all. You don't honestly. think this is
0: coke head behavior? No. Have you, think- been over- have you been around somebody on coke? Have you were a loved one. used <laughs> cocaine.
2: Not, not that I know of. Okay. I actually yes I have, but I didn't know until after the fact.
0: Oh okay. So were. even with Drake, you he he just mm-hmm. wouldn't know until I, he admitted it.
2: I don't think Drake's on coke though. Okay. I He's kind of
1: acting like Nikki a little bit. he is, he so? is
0: bugging out a little bit. <laughs> if you saw the TV interview after the game. He was a little bit, little bit extra. Really? With it. See, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, I don't know if that was just him hyped off the game yeah. and then winning, or if he had a little uh, sugar booger, as they say. I,
2: I think Drake is always hyped like that, though. Like, cause it, I, cause everybody makes fun of him, cause you never he's so hyped for every team. So it's like, yeah, w- w- who are you really a fan of? But I don't think that I don't think Drake's on drugs like that. All
1: right, all right, yeah, we'll see. Nah. Is it weird to see Gucci Man in Milwaukee and being a real Milwaukee fan?
2: He's
0: been at other games. This, this wasn't his first game he had been in the Milwaukee. I, I believe he's been in other he, games during the season.
1: In Milwaukee, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's – I wonder I wonder why Milwaukee out of all people. I mean, out of all teams.
0: I don't – see, <laughs> I can't really talk because, because – he's
1: like a real fan. It's not like, oh, he yeah. just showed up because of the playoffs. Yeah. Like he was – I think – I want to say he was at like two Milwaukee games mm-hmm. in this series. Yeah. And uh, one before he had the Milwaukee jersey on. So he like a real Milwaukee fan.
0: It could just be you want to go to a playoff game and root for somebody. The Hawks ain't in it. So the next best thing, maybe he knows Giannis. Maybe he knows somebody on the team. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I've been trying to figure it out because uh, I know this, too. He was in Boston at Mm -hmm. one point. I think I want to say he had a Boston that's jersey. That's He on. was. That's
0: right. He was at the Celtics game.
1: Yeah. So I'm. I'm not sure. Um. Yeah. It was once. I remember, he was at. I want to say with Bob Kraft at the time. Yeah, I remember that. And did he? I think he had a Boston jersey on, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he did. You're so right. I, wonder, I, I wonder.
1: Yeah, I wonder if he liked the color green or something. Could be. Maybe his favorite color green. So he just root for any green team. I mean. Because it's I mean, I I get it if. You know, you if if it was like LeBron on the team, then, you know, yeah. LeBron kind of can make people like what that team he's on. But Milwaukee don't have that type of superstar yet. Giannis,
0: Giannis is up there. He ain't
1: LeBron. That, that's but, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he's not like a person off the court where people are like, yeah, oh, yeah, but... he's a great person, blah, blah, blah. He's not there yet. So it's weird to see somebody that's not from Milwaukee being a – a Milwaukee fan.
0: Yeah, but then again, Lil Wayne did that all the time with the fucking Packers. and And Snoop Dogg does it with the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers. So I think it's common for rappers to kind of dick ride for yeah. whatever reason. And I'm kind of used to it now, so I didn't think <laughs> anything of it because we've been seeing this for a while now. People who are no have no ties to any of these, like Snoop Dogg and Lil Wayne and Drake, before the, the Toronto Raptors were good, he was dick riding the heat. So it is what yeah. it is. It's whatever. and see
1: those teams is you could kind of understand with those teams like even with Snoop Pittsburgh been around for years and yeah. they've been good for years. They had Hall of Famers and stuff like that. Um, Green Bay they had Brett Favre, but they they, was, they
0: weren't being repped until they were like they weren't bad in getting this attention from the rappers. Is what I'm saying, yeah. like Pittsburgh was winning championships when uh, Snoop Dogg was rooting that's, for them.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's that's what's so weird about Milwaukee though because. Yeah. Like, who played for Milwaukee at one point? Like, you can name some people, but, yeah. like, why are you a Milwaukee fan at this point like this?
0: Because he's dick riding. That's what I'm rappers
1: do. No, it's just so weird because it's, they they fuck around and lose this series. And, and it's not like they've been good for years. I agree. So, <laughs> it's just so weird seeing Gucci. Like, you would think he would be more of a Toronto fan.
0: yeah. Well, he just because recently kinda, got permission to go to
1: Canada yeah, before he couldn't. So. And, and, and Toronto kind of trendy right now. Yeah. So it, I understand that. But, yeah, it was, that was just a weird little yeah <laughs> I,
0: I don't know, man. I can't call. <laughs> I just thought it was typical rapper dick riding. But um, other things that happened this week. So I'm trying to go by importance of shit I actually care about. Oh, Dionne Warwick. Oh, actually, yeah, fuck it. Let's have this discussion real quick. Because basically, there's nothing huge that happened in topics wise, but we're gonna get into some things about what a bro knows in a minute. So I want to talk about some shit. <laughs> but um, Dionne Warwick uh, got a little controversy because um, she said that Beyonce is not an idol yet. She said, um, "Well, she was doing a review, a uh, uh, interview for Essence magazine." And she was asked if there are any classics among today's music. She laughed and said, not yet. I don't know if 10 years from now, anybody can actually sing the songs of our babies today. That's not as you guys say, quote, throwing shade is looking at it with reality. And then she was asked um, about Beyonce and whether she was considered an icon. She said, quote, watching her grow has been quite refreshing. It's wonderful to see how she's been able to create what she, what and who she wanted to be and who she is. Very proud of that. I really am. Now, sustaining and becoming a big icon, I doubt that. And I love her to death and can appreciate her talent, but that iconic status is a long road ahead.
3: Hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So,
2: what I guess my question, my follow up question for her would be, um, what, what needs to happen in order for her to achieve that iconic status, in her opinion? Like, what, what exactly? Um, if only we had Brother Leroy in here, <laughs> because he'd just be like, "Ah, I yeah. can't even do his fucking voice." <laughs> my, my <pistol." laughs> It's so funny to watch like the con- contractors or like different people that yeah, are visiting scared to death, like, what? Whenever like, look laugh. and try yeah. to figure out what that noise is when he laughs. But, anyways, I think that the only thing that I would say and I can agree with about Beyonce not being iconic is just the fact of her music. Like, she doesn't have that one song that touches the world, like, she doesn't have that one song. If, unless single ladies, we want to put that out there. But other than that, <laughs> she doesn't have that one song that like is impactful to every race, every you know everybody around the world. That's the only thing. Other than that, I don't see why you wouldn't give that woman an an icon status. Like I don't, I don't get that. Figgy,
1: um, I ain't gonna lie, I kind of agree with her on. The, Ooh, on on ah. what wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> on, hold
2: on, wait hold a minute, on, hold
1: on. <laughs> I agree with her on the icon- iconic thing. I feel like we throw that out there too quick. True. Because when you look at beyonce been around since what? Um with Destiny Child since what? 97, around 96. Uh,
0: early 2000s. I don't think it was 90s technically. It was early. early I mean,
1: it 2000s. was late late. It was late 90s early yeah. 2000s. Like that's close to 20 years. And you know, I think I think um uh, I think it got to be way longer than that. Like because I feel like people calling uh, artists like Smokey Robinson, uh, Al Green, people like that iconic right now because of shit they did almost 40 years ago. And it's like, wow, look what they did. And this is a living legend right now that's not really active. I think Beyonce, I think think people calling her iconic, I think it's a little premature, but I kind of understand it because she did... um, she did break a lot of records. She sold a lot of records. She's the biggest star right now. Mm-hmm. and um, So I kind of agree with her on that. But the other part, I forgot exactly what other part she said that kind of bothered me. Um, shit, let me pull up her comments. But she said something where I was kind of like, eh.
0: She said um, it's a long road ahead for Beyonce to become an uh, icon. And she said, I don't know if 10 years from now anybody can actually sing the song of our babies today um you know, that's not showing throwing shade quote yeah
1: of I, our
2: babies today yeah I kind
1: that's that part I kind of disagree with because right now this is where all the Beyonce fans are and they not I mean 10 years from now they will when them songs come on they will know these songs yeah and they will bring them up so I kind of disagree with that part and um damn what else she say trying to think my bad. All she said
0: was that I don't know what you just said and then she said um she's proud of what Beyonce is but she doubts that uh Beyonce will be an icon um and it's a long road ahead to get that status. That's okay. all she said.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, um Oh, she Oh yeah, and she she was cla- asked if there's any classics among today's music and she said not yet.
1: Okay. Um that I'm trying to think of something where I'm like, oh yeah, that's a that's something that could uh play forever. Mm-hmm. Beyonce do got them type of songs, but um like I said, it's not like a Motown classic. How it was where you could still play that today and yeah. everybody know it, or um I'm trying uh, some type of Smokey Robinson song, or Aretha mm-hmm. Respect or something like that. She don't, uh, of course she don't have nothing like that, but I do think um. I don't think any artist will have anything like that. Yeah. So the closest person that will have something similar to that is Beyonce to me. Yeah. So um I think she I think she was being a little petty, but those people, those artists back in that time know more than we know. Mm-hmm. They they know what it is. They they know more than um like the new artists of today about being the iconic um artists yeah Mm -hmm. so i wouldn't i wouldn't bash her and say she don't know what she's talking about but the people she um came up with are real iconic Mm -hmm. so um i get what she's saying but i think you know i think it's something you don't really say in an interview like that i think i think that's a point you got to really lie and say oh yeah i think she is and she's a great artist blah 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 and keep it moving because uh, people in this day and age won't understand it.
0: But she don't care, man. Once you reach a certain age, you know you don't care what people think of you. Either yeah. they like you or they don't. But she's not gonna yeah. lose any fans just because she thinks Beyoncé's nah. not an icon yet.
1: Yeah, no, nah, no nah, Yeah, I don't think it's nothing like that. But she's getting all the smoke right now. Yeah, yeah. all the backlash. I know other people don't care when they get to a certain age, but I think, um, I th- I think it was some truth to what she was saying. I, I ain't gonna say some truth, but. I could understand where she was going with it. Yeah. And it take it do take longer than 20 years to be, like, an iconic person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool to be, you know, it's cool. I know this word watered down, too, being a legend. hmm And we all know Beyonce is a legend. But it takes years to be an iconic person. Yeah. It's, it's a reason why Smokey Robinson is 80 years old, finally getting this certain award. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it they don't give it to you after 15 years of work. That's true. I
0: agree with what she was saying, too, honestly. Um, I've always kind of held up the argument that I don't think Beyonce has the discography um, that people kind of hype her up to have. I think she's a great performer. She's talented, all these things. But I I don't, and that's why I kind of cringe whenever she's compared to Michael Jackson. There are Michael Jackson songs that will live forever, and you knew it when you first heard it. They will live forever forever. I never get that feeling listening listen to any Beyonce song. Mm-hmm. I think she has good songs, but I don't think she has songs that will be classic 20 years from now, yeah. must listen to at a cookout or whatever. That being said, um, I think what Dion was basically saying here was that I think we need to see how Beyonce ages before we call her an icon. She is what? in her thirties now, yeah. which is very young, still yeah. very much. She can sell sex appeal still. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we need to see what she looks like when she can no longer sell sex. And it, cause that's when it gets tough for female artists. Let's be real. Um, and somebody like a Whitney Houston never really had to sell a lot of sex appeal, especially early on. Mariah Carey didn't really do all that. Um, she does now, which yeah. is kind of funny, but back then she didn't do as much of that. So, um, and I do think, That's what separates, like, the Diana Rosses from the, let's say, like a Christina Aguilera. Yeah. You know, somebody who was great in their youth, but it's easy to be great in your youth when you have all the physical attributes like that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we got to see what she looks like when she's 40, 50, 60 and up.
2: Well, one thing I will say is I think Beyonce is getting better with time. I think that Beyonce... I agree. um, Not even just music-wise, but, like, I... That's I guess looking at her and Jay Z's like viewpoints and what they're doing now for our culture and things of the sort. She's being more outspoken about things. I think she's getting better with time. So I don't, I'm I wouldn't deny her of an icon status. Um, coming soon. If if not now, okay. Yeah, I think she's definitely it's, like, elevating.
1: I think it's gonna be interesting on how we grade her last two. I think what two albums? Yeah, mm-hmm. her last two albums and like. 10 years because these albums is is, it's not like a michael jackson Mm -hmm. off the wall album
0: they are of the moment albums yeah
1: a lot of uh high hats 808s yes so um that sound is about to leave that's on. that sound won't be around in 10 years so it's interesting to know if you can go back to that album because there's a lot of albums in the 2000s that i can't go back to yes because it sound weird unless i'm just going down memory lane and uh, I know one of the albums is, like, Mace. Mace uh, he got an album, and it's, he got a bunch of hits on there, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it just sound too 90-ish.
0: Talking about Harlem World? Yeah. Okay. It just
1: sound way, it's, it's too many hits. He got the songs with Total. Yeah. It, it just sound way too 90-ish. hmm So it, I think that album, to me, that album didn't really age as well. It's yeah. still I, I think it's still a good album, but it don't sound, It's you can't just throw that on and- yeah and be cool you somebody gonna look at me like damn where you find that at yeah so i think be. i wonder how beyonce last two hours gonna age okay
0: you heard it here first people figgy just compared beyonce to mace <laughs> <laughs> she's she is the uh, uh singing mace right now you <laughs> can't believe it man I'm that's dead. disrespectful it oh, is very but what, i'm gonna, be, I'm you gonna eat it. you up <laughs> So um, let's get into some, because I don't want to talk about the rest of this shit right now. So let's get into some what a bro knows type of topics, man. And let's kind of revisit a argument we've had before. Uh, But it was inspired by Kevin Durant and Chris Broussard. Um, They're currently kind of embroiled in some kind of social media beef mm-hmm. because Chris Broussard put out a, uh, he was on FS1, and he basically said that, Kevin Durant's worst nightmare is the Golden State Warriors winning a championship without him while he's about to enter free agency. And then Kevin Durant kind of responded by, really, you know, worst nightmare. It can't get worse than that. Really, come on, man. Yeah. And then Chris Broussard went again on TV to respond to this. And he basically said, hey, look, me and Kevin Durant are real good friends. You know, we talked for six hours uh, through text about uh, church and God and spiritual stuff and blah, 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 blah. Kevin Durant quote or re tweeted this video and said it was, Cap, you don't have my number. <laughs> like, you ain't got my number, man. Uh, Chris Broussard went back and said, um, text, DM, it's the same thing now. Basically saying that he DMed Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. But so it- why
2: did he say, then why lie?
0: Now that's what I'm getting into. Yeah, the because
2: modus,
0: like, that's can't. a decent question because you've talked about not having a guy's number but being a guy you were intimately close with and you only talk through DM. Yeah. So is texting really more intimate than DM or is it all the same now?
2: Well, Does let Chris y'all or so tell have it. A point or not? Let y'all tell it. When y'all clown me for not giving somebody my number and we talking did. to them th- through DM, but yeah, it sounds to me weird. like he thinks the same thing. Clearly, no, he doesn't. No, I'm saying sounds to me that like he's relating the two, like it's the same in his mind. Because otherwise, why would you? Why wouldn't you just say DMs?
0: But see, you didn't think it was the same. You no, said giving this guy your saying, number is weird.
2: Like what the point that I'm making is obviously it, it's not that big of a deal these days if he just came out the gate and said that he it was his phone number and he you don't confuse that like you don't confuse the phone number with a dm like mm-hmm. so obviously it don't matter these days if you talking to somebody talking to them now like, i'm confused about what like, your point is
0: not
1: like no i understand where chris um, broussard is coming with like to me if you if i message somebody at work yeah through the dm it's kind of you know, it's a message. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's
0: still text, but sent through a message.
1: But I think we was getting on Jasmine about this because she was actually, you know, doing something with this person, mm-hmm. but didn't have his number. But you would, you know, just DM that person. Yeah, that was that's like me you having DM'd
0: a- DM'd him coming up to his house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so <laughs> you like, didn't think that was weird? No, but you I thought, thought it giving him fine. your
0: number for a text was weird.
2: Yeah, like, it didn't matter. Like, I didn't see any... I didn't think it was weird. I just didn't see a point. Like, if we're already talking, like, then why do I need to... interrupt this conversation to be like oh hey let me give you my number so you don't have to
0: log into an app to talk to somebody i don't have
2: to log into an app i'm already logged in like like, it's fine so you don't you don't
0: ever log out of instagram i
2: don't actually
0: jasmine come on
2: now like why are you why do you you think i have to lie (laughs) like just because you do that shit don't mean that i have to you don't you don't i never log out i promise you i don't That's why I'm not
0: saying log out as in press the log out button. I'm saying close the app to do something else and then go back into the app. I don't give a fuck.
2: Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I I still talk to that person. Like, it does not matter. I still held a conversation with that person. Like, it's fine. It does not matter.
1: Would you be in a full blown relationship with somebody? Without having that number, but, you know, just. No, I think that's just-
2: different. I think that's weird. If I'm in a relationship with someone, like that, obviously I'm going to have their number. I'm not, I wasn't trying to deal with that guy on a consistent basis, so that's why I didn't feel like it was necessary for me to give me, him my number. He didn't give me his number either. Like, I thought that was weird. Why would I just openly, just randomly give him my number when we were sitting here talking via DMs? Like, he didn't make a point to give me, me his number either, so I'm not, that's weird. I don't want to date him. So. But the point
0: being is that you think that, uh, and we, we're going back, I know, so we're going back on basically shit we already talked about. But um, the, 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 I think what the, what's confusing me is, like, you think that texting and giving somebody your number is, like, an intimate thing where I'm like, that's step number 0.5. Having sex with somebody is several steps beyond that more intimate. So but, I get
2: what you're saying, but that's not what the initial question was. The initial question was about Kevin Durant and this guy here, and then we yeah. made it about me and my situation. Yeah, so He's not fucking that. that man. So that has nothing, like, th- these are two different situations. How do we know? <laughs>
3: I'm, oh, I'm just this.
1: playing. Yeah. But uh, look, all I'm saying is, uh, is are we? I think I think Kevin Durant made it a bit. They're like, dude, they text me. He ain't yeah. got my number. Yeah. And Chris Besar is saying, we messaged throughout, through the DM. Yeah. So what's the difference? It's still a, still you know, it's still a text. And not saying, play me basically. But like,
2: I still talk to you.
1: Chris
0: is basically saying that we've had, like, 60 DMs between each other talking about deep shit. And Kevin Durant's saying, you don't have my number, so don't act like you're my friend, basically. Yeah. Where I'm like, if you're having a DM conversation with somebody on that type of level, then isn't Kevin Durant kind of lying here, acting like they ain't close like that. Like, let's yeah. say you were DMing somebody back and forth and back and forth. Would you consider that not serious because you didn't text them, even though y'all are having deep conversations via DM? Yes. That,
2: like, Why? Because I feel like I can agree with Kevin Durant. Like, I get where he's coming from in the sense of, I didn't talk to you. Like, stop trying to make it seem like we're 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 cool like that. We're DM, DMing, because we're DMing about this topic. That's it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking to you. Like, I get where he's coming from in that sense, but from that guy's perspective, I can't think of his name.
0: Chris Broussard. Yeah,
2: Broussard. From his perspective. It's like, don't try to play me. We had a conversation. Like, regardless of how we had it, we still had the conversation. But, yes, I do. I agree with Kevin Durant. Like, it's not... If you don't have my number, then that's not an intimate conversation. Like, that's not... That's not... Like, we not... We not homeboys. Like, we're having a conversation because we're DMing. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not... Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking to you. Otherwise, like, we... I don't hit you up on a regular basis. I'm not wanting you to hit me up on a regular basis like that's why we don't have each other's numbers. So
0: to be do only your closest friends have your phone number and text you. Uh, Cause you like, have coworkers that have your number yeah. that you're probably not that close with. It, does that mean you're closer to them than you are somebody you talk through through DM only?
2: No, I I think I don't know. I I don't want to talk about this anymore. This is too much. Like I I just think I didn't mean that to gang up like, on you. I'm just
0: I'm confused just by the perspective. I just
2: think that it doesn't matter. Like if I'm not cool with you like that, then why would I give you my number to have like conscious like different conversations about? Like so I see why Kevin Durant is like nah. Like, we didn't, we not cool like that. Just because we DM don't mean that we cool like that. Like, I don't hit, you not the homie. Like, I don't okay. hit you up on a regular basis. We DM'd about the subject and that was that. I see where this guy is coming from because it's like, don't try to play me. We still talked regardless. But Kevin Durant is making the point that we not cool. Just because we talk, we not cool. Okay. Like, I, and that's what I, in my stance, I come from. Like, we not, just because we talking via DM don't mean that. Something's gonna come out of this. Don't mean okay. that, like I I want to talk to you on a regular basis for you to have my number. Like we not homies. Like we not I, we not dating. We not like that. So why would like we just talking via DM? Like okay. that's it. It's not an intimate type thing. I I,
0: I I disagree with you, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I'll say that, and we can leave it at that. <laughs> I kind of I, I kind of
1: think- fe- feel bad because I get I get my number out a lot.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I would, like
1: if we DMing about something, and I'm kind of like, hey, just shoot me a text because I'm not on Instagram all the time. Yeah. yeah, so you know,
2: like, and that's the point too. Like, if you're not on Instagram all the time, to me, that and you DMing somebody that to me, also says that I'm not trying to be cool with you like that. Like, I purposely don't get on Instagram all the time, so I'm going to talk to you when I talk to you. But you're
0: like that with people you text either way. Like, you don't instantly respond to them. You get to them when you get to them, right?
2: Well, now, like, I wasn't always that way. But, yeah, now just because of time, you know, job and stuff. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, normally I would would be – Fairly quick to respond to somebody via a text versus a DM because I don't I purposely try not to be on Instagram like that so I'm purposely not trying to just keep up a conversation with you that's why I'm keeping it on Instagram okay like versus my text messages okay yeah do you you feel it do you feel it like I I, I get go ahead no I was gonna say I like how you
1: use your number as like the goal. Because I just yeah. get my number out like a hoe, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, here. Here go my card. Like, let me yeah. know. You, like, I get my number out a lot to, you know, people I'm cool with on social media if they had yeah. questions about, like, doing a podcast or something like that. I really don't care because if, if they start irritating, I just block them or mm-hmm. don't respond.
2: And I wasn't always that way, but at the same time, like, people will, hit, people will blow your phone up, like, and you don't be wanting to talk to them like that or, like, yeah, no. Like, no, yeah. no. People will FaceTime you randomly, and y'all know how I feel about that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, i never had anybody <laughs> randomly FaceTime me. Yeah. So, um... I, I will, maybe I'm just different because I can ignore a text as easily as I can ignore a DM. I can just put you on hide alerts and not even act like it, it ever happened. And like, I can't. So maybe that's just me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I it can. was
1: some, yeah, it was some people because I'm actually cool with some of the listeners on Sports Radio 610. Mm-hmm. And they will often, often DM me like saying, hey, we're, um, y'all get doing the giveaway, blah, blah, blah. And I never really check my DMs like that. Yeah. So sometimes I, you know, I'll be like, "Hey, just text me." Yeah. Just you know, I really don't make it a big deal about having my number like that. Yeah. But um, but back to the Kevin Durant thing, I think, I think um, Kevin Durant tried to play him a little bit. Yeah, he did. Say, yeah, I think he tried to play Chris by saying, "You ain't even got my number." Yeah. But to me, if you having an in detail conversation through a DM. Yeah. And y'all heart to heart, y- y'all heart to heart. Yeah, he-, he got the right to say, "Oh yeah, we we had a good conversation about this, blah blah blah. Yeah. We went back and forth about this. Like he not lying. Exactly. You know what I mean, because if I have a heart to heart with you on Instagram, mm-hmm. that means it's not true because I don't have your number. Yeah, you know what I mean,
2: I guess it's just like the word choice that he chose. Like I me and you had a conversation, like, instead of saying DMs, I think Kevin Durant Well, he said, said we text. He said te- yeah. He said yeah. text,
1: and he that's little, why. He a little yeah. old school, too, yeah. so yeah. he
2: may not even be thinking like that. Yeah. Like, we, they it, technically did text. Yeah, And exactly. plus, it, it kind
1: of sounds worse when you say me and him DM. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So he probably just tried to, because as a reporter, that sounds cooler. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, me and LeBron text back and forth and blah, yeah. blah, blah. But Kevin Durant being, you know. I guess, um, trying to be technical, like, oh, he ain't got my number. How we text? He ain't got my number. And so I think that's where the whole debate came into play. Is that a text message or is that the same thing and all that? Mm. I thought, to
0: be honest, I thought they were both corny. Mm -hmm. I thought Chris Broussard was corny for even trying to play that card in the first place. Like we, Because, yeah, yeah, first off, he comes up with that goofy premise. Like, you don't know what his worst fears are, honestly, unless he told you that, which he didn't. So you don't know that to assume that he's scared of the Warriors winning the championship. That's just a baseless ass assumption. And for Kevin Durant, he had the right to respond like he did, but I thought it was corny for Chris Broussard to preface it by saying, you know, me and me and Kevin are real close. You know, we we talked via text for six hours at a time. We had he counted the fucking DMs. He said we've exchanged sixty plus DMs between each other uh, throughout since 2018. Like, nigga, you counted the shit.
1: That was just a humble brag, trying to show, oh yeah, me and him close. Exactly. That's all it was. So it
0: kind of backfired a little bit. I thought Kevin was uh, corny for trying to play him like they were never cool like that, but Chris Brissard was also corny for trying to leverage the fact that they had talked about things into just saying like, you know, I have credibility now because I know him. Man, come on. They they both cornered me. <laughs> but whatever. Um, let's get into some things we could probably all agree on now in what a bro Knows. That's uh. awesome. Uh, <laughs> so there there have been a few um discussions about what a predator is. Um I don't know if y'all huh. been keeping up with this, but uh Moby, who can get stung by Obi, was trending on uh social media because apparently he put out some damn memoir talking about his relationship with a then 18 year old natalie portman natalie portman said that they had never really dated and that he was kind of a guy who was being creepy with an 18 year old girl and he was in his 30s at this time Mm. um she he uh responded with a Instagram picture of him shirtless, smiling um, and holding on to her uh, like a like like that friendship hug. It yeah. wasn't like a. Yeah.
2: Like it wasn't yeah. Into, it was a yeah. weird
0: looking picture. But he he responded with this caption. He said, I was surprised to hear. Well, first, it's what she said. She said, I was surprised to hear that he characterized the very short time that I knew him as dating. Because my recollection is a much older man being creepy with me when I just graduated high school. Um, he said, I was 20. I definitely wasn't. I was a teenager. I had just turned 18. Uh, Moby said, it hurts to be lied about. He said, um, in my memoir, I respectfully and honestly describe the brief, innocent and consensual romantic involvement I had with Natalie Portman in 1999. But she's denying that we ever dated, even though in the past she publicly discussed our involvement. And there's ample photographic evidence that we briefly dated and then were friends. That hers to be lied about, especially as I've been, I've respected her and I thought we were friends, but I receive I've been receiving anonymous threats of violence from her fans. And it's affecting my business and my health. Mm. And uh, he basically talked more about him being lied about, and he has pictures to prove it. And but he he did say to his a little bit defense that he understands that she might regret it and uh, that it was just a weird thing for both of them. What did he say exactly? Let me get this exact quote. He said, "Uh, P.S. I completely respect Natalie's possible regret in dating me. And to be fair, I would probably regret dating me too. (laughs) But it doesn't take away from the fact that we had a romantic history. So people are calling Moby uh, creepy for this, even though it happened in 1999, like 20 years ago. Is Moby being creepy? Was Moby creepy? Should he be canceled, even though he's not really popular enough to be canceled now? But he did have that ASAP Rocky song a couple years yeah. ago, so there's that. Yeah. But is this creepy, uh, Jasmine?
2: I don't, I don't think so. Ooh, I don't think like I guess because his response was I could respect his response. Versus him just denying, like you know, just telling her, like calling around trying to say she's lying on him. Da, 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 da. Well, that's what he said. He did, but at the same time, he also was like, you know, I can. He kind of was playful with it, like I can um, understand too if she don't want to admit to it. But I don't think he was being creepy. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think he was creepy.
0: Do you think he was creepy in dating her in the first place?
2: Uh, yeah. Okay. That was that, that's the main
0: debate. I oh think.
2: well yeah no that was creepy. Oh. But like now you know the the conversation surrounded it now. I don't think he's creepy. I think I, I respect his answer and I respect how he like still spoke his truth and made it known that he wasn't just a predator. Like, you know, yeah. there was something there was a consensual thing going on. Like but at the same time I think at that time that was that was weird to be preying on somebody like that.
0: Is it now Okay, Figgy. Look, I can look at your feelings first, Figgy. Right. Is this creepy?
1: Um, I think it's always creepy for an older guy to look at somebody that younger yeah. like that. That's in high school or fresh out of high school because you know, uh, because you don't really have no, you don't have nothing in common with a 18 year old like yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, I always think that's creepy. But um, I mean, it's I wouldn't look. I, I think for him to be a predator. You have to only go after those. You you only go after people that's fresh out of high school. Yeah. So um, I would. I mean, I don't know about him being a predator. Maybe unless he did this way too many times. Yeah. But um, it, it to me it is creepy. It, it is a little weird because um, us as humans we want somebody that we can relate to. Yeah. And I'm 30 years old. I can't relate to an 18-year-old. I I, agree. I down there can't relate to a 23-year-old. You know what I mean? So um I think that I think that's weird. Yeah.
2: I don't know enough about his dating history to know if this is a, a all the time thing for him or if this is just a one-time occurrence.
1: Okay. Um
0: I I pretty much agree. Um, I do think uh people, well, some facts about Natalie Natalie Portman. Um, she was a child actress, um, and in 1999, she was just in a Star Wars movie. So she was pretty well-known and out there, and it wasn't like this was a green face who was new to stardom and new to Hollywood and new to all these things. She had been famous since she was in the movie, um, what's it called? That movie with Gene Reno. Fuck. The The Professional. Yeah, good movie, by the way. Good action movie. But um, she had been in the game for a while, I don't know. Like here's the thing. I understand it's weird. Like I'm not attracted to anybody like younger than 25, really to be honest. Like I have nothing in common with any young chick, period. And I think it's creepy for a 30-year-old guy to be dating an 18-year-old girl. But at the same time, like what should be moved the age of consent up? If it's creepy for an 18-year-old to make an adult decision to date somebody who's older? I
1: don't, um I don't think it should be moved up. It's legal. You know what I mean? Exactly. And ain't nothing wrong with it. But like I said, like thinking as a person, it's like, damn, you you don't want nobody that's your age. Or close around your age. Now, you can't help who you find attractive or who you fall in love with. But um, like I said, I, I, I think it's a little weird for him to look at somebody that young and, you know, want that person like that. But I think to me, I think it's a red flag when people only go after eighteen-year-olds. Yeah, I think that to me, somebody like a R. Kelly, R. Kelly was targeting teenagers. Yeah, it wasn't like he found this one teenager that was eighteen and you know, and that was it. And he only date people around his age. It was one after another after another after another. To me, that's a predator. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree and and that's why I, and I I don't know about Moby's preferences either. But to another point though, people were acting like Eminem was right about what he said about Moby. Now, I don't like Moby. What
2: did Eminem say
0: though? Eminem's called him a 36-year-old bald-headed fag in a song, and <laughs> Without uh, Me, his second biggest song probably. Really? Yeah, it was like his Without second me. single from his second album. I mean,
2: I know the song, but I don't remember the line.
0: He said, in Moby, Ob- you can get stung by Obie.
1: Ob-
2: 36-year-old. Uh, Ball-headed
0: fag, blow me. You too old, Uh, let go, nobody listens to techno, shit like ah. that. It was a funny-ass diss. Like, nobody listens
1: to techno. And that's- no. The
0: reason why Eminem was beefing with Moby is the same reason why half of these sensitive motherfuckers on social media would beef with Eminem if he came out today like he did back then. Moby called him homophobic and misogynistic because he talked about violence against gay people and beating women, mm. and he got attacked for it. But had Eminem come out like that today, all of y'all calling Moby a predator – would be saying the same shit about Eminem. So don't act like Eminem was <laughs> yeah. right about Moby. Moby didn't call it, well, Eminem didn't call him a predator. Yeah. you said you're a 36-year-old bald-headed fag. Yeah. yeah. So these people fucking getting on my nerves, man. Y'all don't know history. Y'all don't even look shit up. The yeah. reason why they were beefing had nothing to do with what Moby's doing right now. Yeah. It had to do with Eminem's content and the fact that Moby spoke out against him. Yeah. So people forget about that. <laughs> shit with Eminem. Eminem got a pass for a long ass he time. Had some
1: weird, yeah, and had some weird beefs too. Yes, yeah. like you'd think he'd be beefing with like some of the top MCs. Yeah, he had beef with Nick
0: Cannon. Yes, Ryan Carey, fucking um guy from Linkin Park, Fred Durst. <laughs> oh, I know about that insane one. clown posse.
2: What does that say about Eminem?
0: Oh, that he had beef with weird people. That he ran from the real smoke.
2: Yeah,
0: honestly, absolutely. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> He did. Uh, yeah, the all, I, he thought MGK was gonna be easy money. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. He was pissed in you that know.
1: interview. He like, now I gotta fucking respond to this. Yep. Shit. He, <laughs> he was pissed in that he, interview. He did diss,
0: He dissed uh, uh, Mariah Carey on a song where he got dissed by Gucci Mane. <laughs> he ain't say one word about Gucci Mane. He admitted that he had songs written like a diss song about uh, Lil Wayne, but he never released it. I wonder why. Because you ran from the real smoke and you yeah. knew you would have got toasted.
1: Yeah. What was his biggest beef? What was the one where you could kind of crown like the one you we bring up with Eminem? Was it uh not MGK, but like Benzino? Is was no, that like it what no, was his biggest
0: no. I don't think he really had any epic like That's what you I'm saying say. is
1: that's what I'm saying is Benzino the only one that's like, damn, that's the one he went after?
0: Man, that's actually a great point because I, I think Joe Budden brought this up too. Eminem is not like, in terms of battle rap on a mainstream level, he doesn't really have any notable wins. Like, Whitey Ford from Everlast tore his ass up.
3: <laughs> if you go back
0: and listen to the songs, like, he kind of really, and he only really diss people who don't rap. Yeah. Like the fucking Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, the NSYNC, the boy bands and shit. He diss people, even Benzino. Benzino don't rap like that. Yeah. So he went after people who He wasn't really like were, a top tier. Yeah, yeah. He didn't go after anybody who could really give him a challenge. And when he tried, when he thought somebody was easy like MGK, he got roasted. So <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. Um, other stuff. Oh yeah. Continuing this uh debate about what a predator is, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio was also trending like a day later. <laughs> because somebody on reddit put up this post um of a graph and the graph depicts all of um Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriends as he's gotten older and as he is now 44 years old he has yet to date any woman outside older than 25 <laughs> they're all 20, 21, 22, 23 and the age limit is 25 on this graph. Somebody on Reddit made this, and people on Twitter went viral by uh, saying that Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is a predatory creep, and they posted this chart. So, do you all agree, do you all think that Leonardo DiCaprio being a 44-year-old man is creepy for not dating any women younger or older than 25?
2: Jasmine? Uh... I'd say so, because if it weren't him and it was just any old regular off the street, I would be like, yeah, that's weird, that's creepy. But then at the same time, I understand that most men, when they get to a certain age, they don't want women their age. They want younger women, so it's not, I, that's hard to say. It's hard to say. Okay,
1: I, I think it's a little weird for the simple fact that he wasn't able to keep a relationship or um, eventually marry somebody and grow with somebody it's like he, you know, the older he's trading he got,
3: up. huh?
0: He's trading up. You, he's trading up. He's straight. Oh, he's
1: trading, trading up. Oh, trading ah. up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He got
0: ruined. Got to- <laughs> <laughs> I am saying so many
2: times.
1: But um, I think it's I think it's a little weird because obviously he's not about to get nobody older. Mm-hmm. So like I said, unless he settle down with somebody and be with them for years, then I I would be like, okay, I, you know I kind of get it, but. I don't know he going to be 60 70 years old still dating the same women that's under 25. I think uh I I mean I get it. It's it's not illegal or nothing like that, but mm-hmm. but uh, is it is just,
0: it uh weird to or is it creepy to be a bachelor for the rest of your life and not be married?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think it's I don't think it's creepy. I don't, because I, I feel like I I had an uncle who um he was a bachelor most of his life. He he ended up growing old and uh, he ended up passing away. Mm-hmm. I want to say like last year, but he um he he had got married, but the marriage didn't work out. And me and my dad was talking about it. And he was he's he's the type of person that's not, I guess, I, I will probably say not marriage material. Okay. Yeah. Like he was he was the, better off on his own. Mm-hmm. He had kids and all that stuff, but um he was. I th- we, he was made to be a bachelor and i think a lot of it, it's a lot of people that's the same way like some people can't stay s- settled down like that yeah so um yeah i think I don't, I don't think it's creepy i don't think it's creepy at all i i do th- we talked about this last week i do think it's creepy if a guy never had a kid and he's that he's up, up in his 40s yeah never had no type of scare no Pregnancy, no nothing, mm-hmm. just no kids at all. I think, to me, I think that might be a little, little bit of a red flag. If he did you know, shoot the
0: club up once, all yeah, the time. he never <laughs>
1: had. Yeah, he never had nobody he really loved that much mm-hmm. in forty years. Or
2: maybe he was just responsible and didn't shoot the club up because he knew he didn't want to marry that person. No, they they got paid for abortions. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everybody gets a scare. So, um, uh, for, as far as what I think about it, I don't look. We have to be careful about labeling people predators. Um, we use that too loosely. We do. We do. And when you call somebody a predator for being in a consensual relationship, you're basically admitting that women are too young and stupid to make informed decisions until a certain age. Mm. And if we're going to assume that, then we got to assume a whole lot else about younger women and just they disregard anything they say because they're apparently stupid and can't think for themselves. Um, I, I think, look. His, his – I'm looking at this graph. He hasn't dated anybody younger than 19 since 1999 when he was 24. And that's, So it his, his age uh, uh, floor is 20. <laughs> I don't think that's that creepy. Even though he's 44, he's Leonardo DiCaprio. And if you just want to be a bachelor and you just want to date women who are young – but I don't see be a, a Charlie, problem with that. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's not like he's just picking up uh, innocent women off the street. Like, they're in the game. Like, they think they're models and shit. So they, it's not like he's just going to a high school and saying, well, two more years. But um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think this is predatory at all, honestly. No, nah, it's not. And I think people are being like, y'all, throwing the, the label around a little bit too loosely
3: now. Yeah.
0: Don't yeah. call everybody, because if it was reversed- Even though you can argue that's predatory, too. If a woman just only dates young guys all the time who are 19, 20 years old, y'all be celebrating that girl. Be like, oh, get it, girl. Mm. But if it's reversed, (laughs) suddenly, like, he's a creep. He's predatory. What's happening right now, let's be honest, old women are jealous. (laughs) Let's be real. Y'all jealous because you 30 and you got no shot with Leonardo DiCaprio, no matter what you do, unless you find a time machine. So that's what you're upset about. You have no shot. Because mm. I bet you if he dated at least two 35-year-old women, they wouldn't say this. Yeah, this because they wouldn't know, hey, we got a shot at least. Yeah. yeah. But y'all know once you hit a certain age, you got no shot with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> so yeah. that's what y'all are upset about, really. Yeah. But I don't think that's predatory. Look, look 25 is old enough, I think. I, I wouldn't date a girl who's like 21, personally. But that's just me.
2: And I also think, too, we got to keep in mind, like, I'm sure the women that are 25 that he's dating, they're not average. They're not a typical woman off the street. Like, they're probably a woman that is in the same lifestyle that he is. So she probably grew up a lot faster than her age states. Like, she's probably a lot older in her mind than than her ID. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of dangerous, too, because a lot of women act older, but then, you know, they... Yeah, I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. I, I, like You You could argue, like, that that's what R. Kelly saw on these women. Uh, he thought they were older in their mind. we, so, we not going to do that one, yeah, though. Yeah, I'm just no, saying.
1: Women do act, like, a, a 17-year-old woman, uh, girl do act older than, yeah. you know, her actual age. Yeah. So that's why a lot of 17-year-olds look at 24-year-olds, 25-year-olds. That's be, true. Because they have, you know, they she more mature than, like, a 17-year-old boy. That's
0: true. And that's something we don't talk about too. The fact that younger girls go after older guys. Maybe he's the victim here. Maybe these 23 <laughs> this year is what we're old not women. Gonna do. I'm just saying. Maybe these 23 year old women are just saying, hey, I know he likes him young. Let me get him real quick. Let me throw it. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe he's being taken advantage of here because he's probably spending a whole lot of money on these one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight women he's been with. And so,
2: that's a lie because he's been with Rihanna. And Rihanna is crazy. Well,
0: was that ever official?
2: That was like a. They hooked up. They weren't okay. dating, but. They, maybe that's why. Yeah, okay. maybe. Oh, okay. yeah. Because I was going to say, Rihanna is well over it. Like, she's, she's yeah, good. She's up there. She's yeah. getting, she getting a getting. Wait a minute. Long in the tooth. Well, wait, a <laughs> <minute>. <laughs> what? She's still fine as hell, though. See, I'm long be- in the tooth. She is. What is? It? What does that mean?
0: I don't know. People <laughs> just say that. Long in the tooth. I think I've it has never to do. With- heard
2: that you've never
0: heard long in the tooth. No. All these white people you've been around, you have no, never heard long in the tooth. I've
2: never I've heard, heard that. Heard that.
0: That's like, like a southern thing I think.
2: Is that like when you get old you're, you're Yeah, you're.
0: I think it has to do with horses like once they get older their teeth get bigger. <laughs> and it's a little well, long in the tooth. Yeah. yeah, I never heard that. You
2: never I, heard that either?
0: Uh. Y'all got to get out more and go to more rodeos or something. I don't know. But uh that is yeah. Hilarious. Um so, let's talk about some other things real quick. Okay, we got to talk about this, I guess, now. Uh our uh, friends of the show Brian McDonald and Kyle King Uh, uh, put together shit. I didn't put my fucking let me look through my mentions to find it real quick. Uh, But they they had a uh, they have a podcast called the heel turn podcast. Um, Very good. If you're into wrestling, Um, they're really big wrestling fans. Talk about a whole lot of shit on there, too. Um, And they had a rap draft, apparently, and they wanted our take on this rap draft. <laughs> so let's pull up what they actually said, cause I had some issues, and we got to call them out a little bit. But let let's go ahead. I'm trying to find the damn. I got it up. I'm I got very, it. Okay, go I'm ahead.
2: Go very ahead. embarrassed of my initial response. I wasn't paying attention, yeah. <laughs> and then I went back and looked, and I was like, oh, okay.
0: I felt like you just said that because you're list would be controversial too. Uh, <laughs> so you, yes, just, you no. probably have a fucking genuine up there or something or something mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But uh uh go ahead. What's what's the draft picks? All
1: right, so Brian McDonald, aka B Mac, he selected Snoop Dogg, Biggie, Dr. Dre, and Ice Cube. Kyle, uh aka Kyle King.
2: And this s- and and we're keeping in mind that this is Based on lyrical ability or just rapper I don't, and like they the just criterion? called it a rap draft, okay. yeah, which yeah. I'm we assuming has criteria. to do
1: with skill. Okay. Yeah, I have no clue. Like on the content of uh, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Kyle King picked Eminem, Tupac, Jay Z, and Ludacris. Now, mind you, it's a draft, so they was going back and forth, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like they just wrote all these names down. So mm-hmm. they had to like pick somebody. Gotcha. I'm
0: kind of confused why they call this a draft, period. Honestly.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but maybe just so they couldn't have the same name.
1: Yeah, probably so. But it yeah. just
0: seemed like they were picking their favorite rappers. But go ahead.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think Yeah, I think that for that reason. Because I think on the show um, they always do some type of draft okay. and then get opinions on it. They do yeah. movies or best characters or whatever. So okay. I think this one, they said let's do a a rap draft. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Okay. I, I'll go ahead and say it, and it. Going here. The the both of these lists are kind of trash. Um. It, it does seem like uh they they just named whatever rapper came to mind. Um. Eminem. Okay. I think one day we're just gonna have a long discussion. About Eminem. Uh. Eminem. Look, I understand you like who you relate to, and if you're a white guy in the hip hop, you probably relate to Eminem a lot. But black people don't. And I think, because I was looking, I think he has some of the, uh, I think he has like the most top 10 hits of any rapper. But I was looking through the list because Chart Data, the Twitter account, posted uh, all of his singles that went top 10. Mm. They are like 99% trash, honestly. (laughs) Songs that did not age well at all. Without Me is terrible. And that's one of his bigger songs. Um, the real Slim Shady is trash. I it's it's Them I songs hate don't that song. age well, man. Uh the, there's Gapman, like all this goofy uh, he had some goofy ass songs that weren't even good when they came out to me. <laughs> but they were top ten hits because he had a huge uh worldwide, mostly yeah. white, let's be honest, fan base. But um I don't think he deserves to be in any top five. I'll be real, especially his recent. I think a big part of what makes you top five material is uh, either your early material was just so transcendent you can't help but be there like a biggie or you're like a Jay-Z and you've been there, you've been so consistent, you can't not have them too. Yeah. But Eminem being there, nah, I'm not for that. <laughs> uh, Kyle said Tupac, okay, I'm, I can live with that. Yeah. Jay-Z, of course, I agree with. Yeah. Ludacris. Okay. Uh,
2: yeah, that. I mean, the thing is, some people do really mess with Ludacris like that. So wait, I can Jasmine I, who? <laughs> I believe on this podcast, Figgy has said he was he's one of his favorite rappers at one point in time. Wait a or minute! A Whoa! Rapper. Wait that? a minute! Did, I, I say did you say that? I could be I wrong, but I'm pretty sure that we did, or may maybe it was Fred. I know somebody on this podcast yeah, before I, has talked about Ludacris. And his lyrical ability and how he is—we might have said he's underrated. underrated. Yeah, we might
1: have said he's underrated,
2: but top five. Yeah, no, I I don't think top five at all. I know we
1: shitted on him because his songs don't age well at all. Yeah, you could go remember the um, the um, Austin Powers. Yes, maybe I'm thinking about
2: maybe I'm thinking about Fred then when he came on that time. But somebody mentioned him being like one of you know slept on.
0: We think he, no, I think he slept on. Yeah. I think yeah. he's better than what he might get credit for. That being said, if I had to pick a hip-hop draft with only four people, he would not even be close yeah. to, like, yeah. my top. He might be, like, a fucking practice squad <laughs> <laughs> type of person. <laughs> a warm-up. He, yes. A no, six-man. He, no, he would be in a G League.
1: Yeah, if you picking 12 people on a team, he would probably be number 12 yeah. or probably Not 13. even on there, right,
0: yeah, he have to work himself up from the G League. But all yeah. respect to Ludacris, but no. Nah. So
2: one more time, it was Tupac, Ludacris. This Eminem. was Kyle King's list, okay. and it was
0: Eminem, Tupac, Jay Z, and Ludacris. I feel like what happened was Kyle went last on his last pick mm-hmm. and just named the next rapper that wasn't this, named this, that came to his this, mind.
1: This list was pretty much naming whatever rapper that come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think they thought on oh this person got you know this yeah. person is good or Oh yeah, this person. Let me. You know, I think they was just naming people off the top of the head, like oh, Ice Cube, yes. Tupac, Jay-Z, <laughs> yeah, Tupac, Jay Z, Ludacris. I think that's exactly what it was. I yeah. think so too. Um, B Mac. Uh,
0: to to give credit to B Mac, I think he won that. He draft. got some legends. Yeah, he did put Dr. Dre up there, which I don't think you can list as one of the top rappers. Yeah, but he didn't producer. Write his shit. Yeah, yeah, but not rapper. Producer influencer. Yeah, rapper. No. The Snoop Dogg is fine. Ice Cube, I actually agree with because like I think there's an That's argument somebody to be. Made. On. There is an argument to be made that Ice Cube is a top five rapper. There's an yeah. argument. I'm not saying he, I put him up there, but there okay. is an argument.
1: Nah, okay. people people gonna somebody gonna put him up. They we'll probably put him up there once he passed away. Yeah. But I'm he won't get night. his he won't get his due no. until he passed away unfortunately.
0: Sadly. Yeah. Sadly, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And if he died in like ninety eight. People would immediately put him up there with Tupac and Biggie.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know much about his discography. Like I know about it, but I, I haven't. That was yeah. before my time. Like, if you, songs that I know are like uh, "We Be can Clubbing," do it, back into and, it, yeah, uh, yeah, like <laughs> stuff like that, and that's my top five to me. <laughs> but um No, if
1: you, you listen know. if you listen to NWA with him in it,
2: yeah, and
1: then his album right after America's Most Wanted.
0: Death Certificate Wait, no, I think it was America's Most Wanted.
1: Yeah, that one and then Death Certificate, I want to say yeah. that was that. Those are like classic Classics. albums. Yeah, yeah. He people say he pretty much made NWA. He oh did. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I think people won't talk about it because he made Are We There Yet? Yeah, but that
2: and that's that may be it too. That's yeah. the Ice Cube that I know. Like yeah, that, from Friday on is the Ice Cube that yeah. I grew up. You know Craig. Yeah. I know Craig. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah.
1: what would you give uh, if we if you had to grade these this draft? What would you grade it? I would give what the overall draft. Uh, uh, ah! On okay. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I would give
0: B Max draft a B minus probably. I would give Kyle's a D-minus. <laughs> J- I would give him a D-minus just because he got Jay-Z.
3: And Tupac, <laughs>
0: which I agree. Eminem and Ludacris, I disagree with so much that I have to put him in a D category. But, uh, uh yeah, that's
1: yeah. – <laughs> what about you, Figgy? How you feel? Brian, think about I, I would give him a C. Okay. To me, this is an average list. If if we was in the 90s right now, this would be an A+. This yes. would be a fire list, even with Dr. Dre. But to me, it's just like a, to me, it's such an average, it's like an old man from the 90s. Yeah. Saying, oh, no, that Jay Z ain't no hip hop. Yeah. I'm talking, to- yeah, it's Snoop Dogg, Big, <laughs> Dr. Dre, Ice Cube. That's yeah. real hip. <laughs> that's, it's one of those lists. <laughs> I know people that do that, man. People yeah, people put up, um, yeah, people, music there. People put up DJ Quick at, in, in their top five. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, some of those people. Fred
0: Davis probably would. Oh yeah, without a <laughs> doubt, without a
1: doubt. But um, far as cows, I I agree with you. I gotta give him like a D minus. Yeah. Because uh, to me, the Ludacris kind of gave it the D minus. I think down. it could have been. I think it could have been a C, even with Eminem. But the, the Ludacris just threw everything off because yes. think about the people he missed out of. Yeah. He. He named anybody from Wu Tang. Yes. He didn't name. Uh, I'm. Tr- I'm trying to think of somebody on top, but he could have named Kendrick. He could have named Nas. Yes. He missed out on a lot of people for Ludacris. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I gotta give him a D minus.
0: <laughs> Jasmine, how would you rate these? I know you liked them at first.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought more about yeah. it. Um, I would say, Kyle. I agree about the Ludacris and the Eminem. Um, I would I would say a a D two okay. um and B Mac nothing you don't have, know nothing I, about I, these people we yeah, name do you yeah <laughs> I
0: don't that's I don't fair know. Yeah, I I that's fair you
2: know? I just think it's fun I think exactly what you just said about this being like uh uh it's real hip hop yeah this real hip hop yeah. that, that's what that was <laughs> that's <laughs> what the funny. conversation. Was.
0: Now, we should equally embarrass ourselves and they, like, make like our own uh, pro wrestler draft. Um, oh, I would man. put Nation of Domination up top <laughs> just because they were militant and black and had to rock. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I forgot about that, man. No, this shit was hard, man. They had the Nation of Domination and they had the fucking fake Nation of Islam minister. Yeah. Fucking, it was hilarious.
1: We should do that, man. We should the, make a wrestler list, yeah. a draft.
0: We might do that like, next podcast. Yeah, APA. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just name all the black wrestlers. Yeah, the fucking uh, uh, Godfather. <laughs> Godfather, that's yeah. that's number one pick right there. Yes, I think <laughs> was a legend, man. He had the whole train. Come on now. Was what was
1: that? What friend. was uh, Dude Love? Remember? Yeah, Dude Love, dude love Mick <laughs> Foley. <laughs>
0: that shit was hilarious, man. Uh, so let's talk about the um uh, the uh, uh live broadcast of the Jeffersons, and uh, what was the other one? All in the Family. All in the Family. Oh, yeah, uh, so, what was it? ABC, NBC had this, right? ABC. ABC um, had, like, Jimmy a tribute. Jimmy
1: Kimmel? I think it was Jim, Jimmy Fallon? One of the uh, ABC is Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel did, Yeah. Yeah, he was part so, of
0: So, uh, they had, like, a tribute to Norman Lear, and yeah. in this, they had, like, a live recreation of All in the Family and the Jeffersons, now, admittedly, I didn't watch this because I thought it was an awful idea from the start. But, uh, figure you did watch it. Yeah. So it was- what were your thoughts on it, man?
1: Um, it was pretty star-studded. I will say that. It, so that's one of the reasons I kind of wanted to watch it. But um,
2: When you say star-studded, who was involved?
1: Um, you had Jamie Foxx. You had um, uh, uh, Wanda Sykes. He uh, had some other white um, actors, too, but mm-hmm. I wasn't really familiar with them. hmm um anthony anderson woody
0: harrelson played uh uh what's his name um the the dad from all in the family
1: archie bunker Uh, yeah archie Archie, bunker yeah yeah. okay yeah you have yeah um i I forgot this lady name but she was the mom on sister sister
2: oh okay jackie jackie Jackie, yeah jackie Jackie, harvey jackie harvey yeah yeah. is it something like that is Is
1: it harvey yeah i think jackie harvey but um it was a lot of people in this. Carrie uh, Washington, uh, Will Fer- uh Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will yeah, Ferrell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really,
2: where can you can you watch it again somewhere? I've been trying to find it hopefully
1: because not. Yeah. hopefully they burned. I, I've been the trying to find it because I miss <laughs> I miss most of the All in the Family part. I just seen um, the Jeffersons. Yeah. Um, but I think it was a. Uh, I knew it was going to be a little disappointing. I, I'm glad they did a tribute because I think those two shows was iconic. I think. I think The Jeffersons is probably the uh the best spin-off show in history mm-hmm. because it was a spin-off from All in the Family. Yeah. Um I just I just hate that they did a live. I I think I would have appreciated more if they rehearsed and recorded it instead of doing it live in front of a live audience mm-hmm. on live TV.
2: I get I get I get that though. Like that's how it was introduced to us. That's how it was on television, so why not do it in the same original way that was originally put out.
1: Yeah, but the original was really good though. This is mm-hmm. like, just, just imagine somebody trying 20 years, 20, 30, 40 years from now, somebody trying to react Beyonce Coachella performance. Yeah. you going to be like, oh no, you can't top that. Yeah. You know, it could be the biggest star of that time, but it still won't. It still won't be Beyonce. You know what I mean?
2: So, do you think that this is better than a reboot? Like, I, I would appreciate them doing these things for First Prince of Bel Martin, all the stuff that they, all the old 90s shows that they keep talking about they want to reboot. I would prefer a one time tribute live performance versus a reboot of the show.
1: Yeah, I'm okay with the trip. I'm okay with the tribute, mm-hmm. but to me, I think they could have just did like a documentary, yeah. maybe like an hour long documentary, two yeah. hours or whatever. And maybe had the um maybe has somebody from the cast or some uh, interviews and stuff like that. I'd rather do that than go all about doing the episode because they did a classic episode. Jefferson did a classic episode when he um he said nigga in Yes. <laughs> he, oh,
2: so wait, these were episodes like they just reenacted an episode. It wasn't a, pretty an much. original. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um, but like I said, I think Jamie Foxx did a Damn good job, because he had George Jefferson down pat.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
1: didn't realize how much George Jefferson be moving during this acting. Because, he like, he'd he he'll be sitting there, and he'd just be moving like this. <laughs> and then he'd look around, and the way he walk and all that. I think Jamie Foxx was the perfect person for that role. Mm-hmm. You know, Jamie Foxx did Live in Color. He, oh, yeah. he did that type of stuff. He lived for that type of stuff. And he did stumble a couple times, too, and made a joke about it pretty much, and the crowd laugh and all that, mm-hmm. so... You know, it was cool, but um I think Wanda Sykes struggled a lot. She she looked like she shouldn't even been on there. She she didn't she ain't look like Wheezy at all. She ain't bring nothing Wheezy brung. And Wheezy was a funny character. Yeah. Her the way her and George go back and forth, you really didn't get that. She seemed like she was a little shy. Mm-hmm. It seemed like she was in a shell. So I cringed a lot when um when she came up. Yeah. Um. What else? I'm, try- I'm trying to think. something else? Um. Um. Yeah. The acting. Uh, a lot of the acting was shaky. Carrie uh, Washington played. Um, she did pretty good. She played the the um the black girl that was married to the white dude in the Jeffersons. So, oh. Okay. okay. Yeah. So. uh w- Which was Will Ferrell. I
2: feel like that was very fitting for her.
1: Yeah. It was. Yeah. It,
2: like she probably did that. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was. Um, they sh- they did a pretty good job, and they played that episode when um. I guess they was arguing mm-hmm. and um, what well, George was arguing with Weezy and, um, and he and Weezy was like, oh, he, they never argue. He said, yes, they do. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, the first time y'all get into it, you know, he's going to be calling you. And she like, don't say it, he like, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like the that's that's a classic episode because he really said nigga. Yeah. But um, I, I think that part was cool. Other than that, man. I just don't think they should do a live show like that. Those type of shows you just don't touch. Yeah. I understand, you know. I I like that they pay homage to Norman Lear while he's still alive, and I think he like ninety something.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, I think a documentary would have been good. I, I I was okay with watching the documentary and you know airing some old some old episodes or something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I did like the set though. They they did have like this pretty much the same set, Mm -hmm. the same Archie chair and all that, but it wasn't gonna live up to the hype. Yeah, especially with me being a hardcore All in the Family and Jeffersons fan. But they did have the uh, original maid on there though. Okay, so the black lady. Yeah. Oh. She was man. She looked old. Really. She is man. But um, I think that was a good. That was probably like the best moment. Because they was looking for a maid, and she ended up walking in. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was a good moment. Gotcha. But other than that, man, I think I think they could have kept left it her alone. Yeah, yeah. I, and
0: that's why I didn't watch it because I knew it would make me mad. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just getting a little tired of the nostalgia wave. I think we need to move past it. Um, Aladdin came out this week. Yes. Like I'm, I'm sick of this type of shit, man. You don't
2: want to see Aladdin? No,
0: no. They I didn't make- need to redo it. I'm excited, they need to read. I, I, Jasmine. I know you are.
2: I haven't seen. I haven't. They've never redone a hum like a. It's always been a cartoon. Yeah. Like I don't. think Why they, should it
0: be redone in live but, action?
2: Because I, why not? Jeez, it's my so, favorite Disney movie. Well, well
0: <laughs> is anything you like about it going to change seeing Will Smith poorly act like Robin Williams?
2: Um, that's the thing. We I I'm excited. Okay. I don't, don't want to see it. Okay. I, I, I think
1: to me, I kind of uh, I think I think it was right for them to make something like this in this day and age because for a little kid, it's hard for them to watch the Latin we grew up on. Why? Yeah. Why? It's not the it's not the same type of cartoon. Like it's we got better technology now. Oh man, I like, like, disagree with you. Can't, you can't? Yeah, like I disagree. Try, with Try that. to get a kid to watch Looney Tunes. Oh, that's, that's that's different. They not watch,
2: yeah, they not. That was sixties man. But
1: you can make a. You could make a better movie in 2019 than the Latin movie we grew up to.
0: I disagree.
3: What? The, so the what? An-
0: look the the animation they used is not something we see anymore in these animated movies like Disney. People really don't realize how far ahead of the curve. Disney was in the hand-drawn shit. Look at a a documentary on how they made this shit. It took like a ton of people, a shitload of time to make these movies and the animation. Like if you look at cartoons now, they don't look as good as the shit we grew up with. And not just cause we're old. I think they're using shit like taking shortcuts with digital shit, basically. So it's high resolution but the animation you can tell is choppy, like okay. South Park type looking shit.
1: But a kid is not looking that old oh, yeah, the I animation agree. back then. Like But I'm what you're
0: saying is that uh, it's hard for a kid to watch Aladdin now. And I'm asking why, because it doesn't look I, bad.
1: I think it look a little ninety ish though. I it looked the, a little too ninety ish. I
2: because, think the, the content behind the movie is not what kids get it, it's not what entertains kids anymore. Like I don't know. I get what you're saying as far as the picture. Like, that That in itself would turn a child off because they watch something that's so digitally made and so clear in HD now. So they probably going to look at it like, oh, this old, like, this, you know, how we would do with our parents, like, not wanting to watch Westerns or different things like that. Because it seemed, like, for us, it seemed old, although it was a, a quality show for our parents at the time. Like, yeah. I think kids would not, like, be as into it just because they got Doc McSuffins and Pep... Paw Patrol, all
1: that stuff now. Yeah, and you know this, all that... And it's that,
2: more, like, realistic, all like...
1: Yeah, all that shit look the same now, that Paw Patrol. And yeah. Those the type of t- cartoons kids, you know, look forward to now more than, like... I mean, I don't want to keep using Looney Tunes because yeah. that's more older, but... Yeah, Tom and mo- Jerry. Uh, yeah, or e- even, like, a recess. Like, a cartoon like Recess. Yeah. That's more, like, flat... It's not really 3D type of cartoons, but... I just think I just think right now would be the perfect time to remake those type of movies like a Lion King because Lion King is kinda flat a little bit. I like it.
3: Okay.
0: That's what I was
1: gonna I look. think a, yeah, I Wait, think But you
2: think it's flat like the original?
1: No, the original like the way it is. It's like a flat cartoon. No, okay. Oh like a two D. Yeah, like a two D yeah. Yeah. It seemed like everything else is more three D, like I think I think Toys Toy Story changed the game to me. Because that was a different type of cartoon movie. It wasn't no origi- It wasn't no regular cartoon movies we used to watch.
2: Yeah,
1: that was more of a 3D. Like, damn, this looked crazy. Yeah. So right. I think we see more stuff like that, and um, especially in 2019, you got actually real actors doing this shit, like like a wait. Will Smith and the Latin.
2: So wait, wait, it's okay, not like okay. a
1: cartoon. This, Aladdin, this is Aladdin. Like a this is it's not like a cartoon right yeah no, it's, it's live real, action, but yeah. what does
0: that make it more attractive to kids not being a cartoon and being live action oh uh, and let's be fair let's be honest with it. I think the main market for these these movies are old people, yeah, I like don't think us, they're aimed true. towards like kids age, that's,
2: the, that's the people true. that the movie came out like for a like us. Like we watched the Aladdin and were fans of Aladdin when we were younger. So they, they targeted us. Like yeah. little yeah, kids don't care. They have never seen Aladdin. So Which they don't- goes to the point like, of
0: why but, would kids be but, more attracted to this than the old cartoon if just, it's not even for them?
1: But a kid born in 2005 have never seen the original Aladdin. Yeah. So- why not? Because they, not, yeah. because they like watching Paul Control. yeah, they watching shit like that. They watching Toy. Story. They're more likely story, to, they They watching shit like Toy Story. I feel like they're like I'm, not going back to Aladdin or whatever that that yeah. was around during that time. Okay, I think
2: they're more likely to see it because it's more like it's new. Like, kid, yeah, it's new. unless Just we, only simple for the simple fact that it's new. Like the simple fact that it matches technology today. Not 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 the story, uh, not the storyline. Like none of that. Just a simple fact that this is a new movie coming out they know who will smith is most of, most of them and that that's it like yeah. that's that's the attraction and l- like, unless like and the parents we going to take like yeah cuz
1: unless the parents dust off the tape yeah that's our, the only way they're going to watch that if we sit there and make them watch that
2: cuz now we like people our age are the parents of these children now so we going to take our kids to see it regardless and like because it's like you said it's for us but the kids will be more into it just because it's something that they used to seeing on a regular basis versus it being this 2D cartoon that lacks, you know, H D quality that they see on a regular basis.
1: Okay. And and too, I wanna throw this in there too. They make it mo- more of the cartoons, they make it more um they making it I guess live, I guess, with mm-hmm. actual actors. You seen the Door of the Explorer preview. Which is a real, like, it's real characters. Oh, really? It's not a cartoon. See, but I think that's more the trend too. That
2: that that hurts our argument though, because Dora was initially a two D character that came out that kids loved. So I think that kind of tarnishes the argument we're trying to make when Dora the Explorer herself got a whole like real movie out now, like that. That's the same type of that's the same generation. Like
1: Nah, I think it's kinda I I'm I'm throwing that part in there to say that I think that's a trend. That's another trend of not just making a cartoon like Toy Story. Yeah. But actually acting it out.
2: Animation. Yeah.
1: Getting people to act these roles, making yeah. it real. Wait. Instead of just a plain cartoon.
2: So Ryan, are yeah. you do you care to see Lion King then? No. Really? I I even th- even no. the people that are behind it, you don't you still don't no, care? No, I don't see care.
0: It. Oh, Beyonce is going to be a tiger. Who gives no, a fuck? No, no, no. I'm not like even
2: referring to Beyonce because I know you don't care about her. But yeah. I'm talking about like uh, Childish Gambino and like uh, what's his name? He's still going to be in it again as yeah. the father. They're Mufasa, they're like- remaking
0: a movie that looks fine and putting celebrity voices behind it. Like I understand, people just love the movie so much they mm. want to see the remake. Yeah, it does nothing for me. I thought the original was perfect. Yeah, I thought it was one of the best animated movies of all time. And for it to just be remade beat for beat with different voices, that does
1: nothing to me. Yeah, it's the same shit. But it looked like 2019 though. Yeah. That's one is is more updated with the I guess animation. Nice. Okay, so it's not just like this.
0: I I I, I didn't want to argue this for like. Of forty five minutes, I just know <laughs> I disagree with both of you a <laughs> uh, wholeheartedly, but I don't think we're gonna see a, a common ground on this, so we can move on.
1: I think one thing we will see, though, eventually, I, I bet you money they're gonna try to remake um, um, uh, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I can see them trying to do a maybe two thousand and twenty or two thousand and twenty eight Wizard of Oz.
0: Actually, I don't know, because that's one of those things that's so old Mm -hmm. that it might not, like, even the people who grew up with Wizard of Oz and want to see, like, were kids, they're old now. Yeah, Like, I, I think it would be harder for a Wizard of Oz movie to find an audience than it would be like a Lion King or Aladdin, like we're still young if you grew up with that movie, yeah, but people like they remade the the Wiz back in the eighties or The Wizard yeah. of Oz for black people, mm-hmm. yeah so it was called the Wiz, yeah yeah, but um I don't I, I i don't think they would rush to remake that just because like the source material is so old, but i would I don't know,
2: I would be interested to see the budget, yeah, it don't Before surprise me a Wizard of Oz, like just. Yeah. All that that I just would be interested. I'm
1: honestly watch. surprised they redoing Lion King because that really made me feel old because I remember going to the theater to watch Lion King as a kid. Oh, yeah. dang. So, um, <laughs> so I feel old as shit. But it none of this surprised me now.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. I think we'll just have to agree to, I hate that saying too, but we have, to agree to disagree. disagree. I hate that shit, but look, <laughs> we have to drop it. Um, so let's speed run through some other shit that happened real quick. Uh, the dude Jason Mitchell got dropped from the movies and TV everything. show he was everything his agency so. because of allegations over misconduct. Apparently, from what it sounds like, with women. Yeah, um, I Cancel thought this was really him. weird. Because number one, this dude was everywhere. I was seeing him in a lot of shit. He was Eazy E. Yeah, he was easy E, and that was like his breakout role in the Straight Outta Compton movie. But he had been—he was in the Shy. I saw him like I, I just have been seeing him a lot lately. And he got dropped off a, a Show Desperados as well. Um, it seemed like he was about to be the next one up, honestly. And he got dropped by everything after this happened. But there's been no like it. I thought this was weird. Because usually the fallout happens after the details are leaked. Yeah. Um. What's his name? Kevin Spacey got fired after the allegations were made. We haven't heard shit about this. Yeah. He got dropped from everything. So I'm wondering if it's just something really serious or what. But it, Is I thought this up? was crazy. I don't know. But it, it was weird to me. It was really weird. But maybe it was something really horrible that we just don't know yet. And it'll look bad when it comes out. But I thought it was weird.
2: Well, I thought that um, it was the—I don't know where I heard this from, but I thought it had to do with his co-star on The Shy, that she—that he made her feel really uncomfortable to the fact that it has to be more than that. No, no, no. But I'm just saying what I heard was like, because we're saying we have no details, but I've heard details, and I think. Um, what I heard was that it was the girl from the shy that she made, he made her feel very uncomfortable as to where her boyfriend would come on the set to watch over her. Oh wow. But it was never like, but what I heard about it, it was never revealed as to what he did. Like okay. what was he doing? Like what made her feel that uncomfortable? But the details of her boyfriend coming to watch over her were revealed. So I don't know what, what happened or what, you know, that is really odd that you just don't hear any, Like you, he just dropped him because of what? Yeah, like why? And I don't know. I mean, I guess we don't know this man, but based on his character, I don't know. He's just a good actor, it has so to i was be. just like, dang, like why? Like what happened?
1: I think the weird part about it for me is um, him getting dropped from from multiple shows at yeah. the same at, time. Yeah, at one time. So is he like doing this to every set, or is it just this one thing? It, that that part is weird to me.
2: Yeah. I thought
0: it was weird. I understand getting dropped from one show. Like, if it was something with the shy, and you get dropped from that, I would get it. But him getting dropped from everything, including his agency, implies that this was like a pattern of behavior that went on on multiple sets of multiple shows, and something was going to be leaked, and they got ahead of it. But I don't know. It's weird to me, because I did think he was up next, Now I have seen him in a whole lot of shit. So, I don't know. I've never seen anything, you know, this— Sudden yeah. without any details whatsoever.
3: Yeah.
2: And but. the I'm looking at a deadline article, um, apparently like when he was filming for Eazy E that there was um he was investigated for an assault um when a woman publicly accused mm. him of slamming her on the ground in Boston. So I don't know if he has some type of physical History with women or something like that, but I, I didn't even know that that had happened. Like this is just I guess me reading a random article right now.
0: But even after that happened, like he he was a star he was, yeah, and he got more that. roles, so, so it must really be weird. Yeah, it is weird. It must be like a pattern or something. And hopefully he's not being like set up or anything crazy. I hope not. Like yeah, yeah. Black black actors gotta stick together, man. <laughs> um. Also, Remy Ma.
2: That um, is interesting.
0: We didn't really talk about this a whole lot, but she is facing uh, charges for um, beating uh, Love & Hip Hop cast member <laughs> Brittany Taylor. Um, she's being charged with third, two counts of third-degree assault, one count of second-degree aggravated harassment, and a final count of second-degree ha- harassment. So basically assault and harassment. Um, I'm trying to find some details. She was offered a plea. I believe she was on parole still. Um, oh, she was released from parole. But she could still get out of jail time. So do y'all think Remy is getting uh, um, thrown in jail again? And do y'all think she fumbled the bag? Because she was making a comeback. Mm-hmm. She's on the show with Joe Budden, um, getting out there, getting had the whole beef of Nicki Minaj. Do y'all think she's fumbling the bag by uh, beating a, a cast member of Reality variety show?
1: Now, did she really do this? Because she's saying she this didn't happen and the girl is lying. Is is this? I don't know. She Really did okay. I'm like,
0: maybe I'm just assuming based on who she is yeah. that she would do something like this. But honestly, I don't know. I haven't read a whole lot into this, so I have no idea. Okay.
1: Um, I don't think she, I think she did pretty good since she been out of jail. Yeah. She she did have her you know all the way up song. She she had her little shine with the beef. But she laid low, pretty much. She just had a baby. She um she was on Love and Hip Hop, getting a little bag. She had a nice little story on there, um, co-hosting the show with Joe Budden. Yeah, I, I feel like she was laying low. Like I ain't really expect her to be the top um, female artist and nothing like that. But I think she living good. She um I think she living better than um all the other female rappers from the nineties. Yeah, I think she probably. I would probably put her up there as like you know doing good at that moment. But um yeah, if this true man, I'm I'm not surprised. I I can't lie and say I'm surprised, but um I would be low key surprised uh, for her doing this type of shit after, you know, spending all that time in jail. Yep. So, um if she did do this, um yeah, It's kind of fucked up because she's uh, is she still on parole or? Is I she-
0: think she was released from parole in twenty fourteen. Okay. I think. Let me double check. Yeah, if she um, was on parole, yeah. she
1: would have went right back to jail. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, if she didn't do it, it suck that you know be accused of something you ain't really do. That's true. Um,
0: speaking of female rappers from the nineties, by the way, apparently Foxy Brown was booed off stage. And they started playing Lil Kim songs afterwards. Ugh. Um, she struggled. She struggled to sing her own songs. Apparently, she was singing the song "I'll Be" with Jay Z. I guess she couldn't mm-hmm. figure it out, and uh, they booed her and she left the stage. And then they played uh Lil Kim afterwards. Nothing else to say about that. that was, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. That was nah. petty. She, yeah. man, she a
1: legend, man. Yeah. Damn, man, she. That's somebody uh we really don't talk about I feel like she don't get the dude she deserved. Yeah. She she let they shouldn't be doing that, man. Yeah. What, what, was she in New York? Yeah. That's even worse, man. But I mean,
0: look, but if a show I sucks, you you should get smoked. I get or it. If you I, don't I heard know she your songs. I
1: heard yeah. she had like sound trouble. Yeah. I, I don't know how true that was. Is she
0: still deaf?
1: <laughs> Maybe that's the excuse. That could be. But <laughs> yes. um, yeah, man. Dang, man. I hate when that type of shit happens. She shouldn't that's the last place she should be booed at.
0: Yeah. Or then, it shouldn't be
1: booed at, but.
0: That was the, I don't see the, also yeah. the first place I'd expect her to get booed. Yeah, New York <laughs> crowds are harsh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. The fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. You dead ass with this shit right now. <laughs> Eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, real quick, uh, I did end up watching more of that Wu-Tang Showtime documentary. I um, see that. It's really good, man. It's really good. Um, a lot of uh, things I'd never seen or didn't know about the group. A lot of unseen footage is in there. The whole group is together again. Um, you get a lot of good stories. Really good documentary. It's a four part documentary on so- Showtime. Uh, check it out. If you've got to watch it illegally, watch it legally. But that's what I did. But I don't have Showtime. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. But y'all uh, have it's, HBO? I, I have HBO Go.
1: Because
0: I mean, my parents have
1: K. I have it on <sighs> that. I have not on the fire stick. Why? That's you free. trying to get it? Trying yeah. You trying to sneak up? I need to, to
2: finish this shy. Man, that's
0: only for my bitches. Get, I can't give <laughs> you <do> that. <laughs> I was
1: about to say, if you give uh, me a fire stick, I'll hook you up.
2: I have a fire stick. I just don't know how to update. I, well, I can learn. I just haven't bothered to put time in okay. to figure it out. I had a friend that used to do it all the time.
0: Okay. <laughs> do, do, oh, that's actually a good question, kind of. Uh, at what stage of relationship can y'all start trading like Netflix, Hulu, because I'm still using my ex's Netflix. Uh (laughs) But she's using my HBO Go. But at what point of the relationship, like, are things serious when you let your girl have your HBO Go or your Netflix? Yes. Yes. Really? Yes. But do you women think it's serious when y'all get that?
2: No. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, because (laughs) if you want to talk about this show, then how am I going to watch? Like, how am I going to watch oh, so without yeah. your login? You want to talk? You want something to talk about? Give me your login so I can watch it too.
1: Nah, I'm the king of lying. I'm like, oh, no, I ain't, this ain't even my login. <laughs> like, people always ask for my title subscription.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, oh, I ain't even got a title. I just, I hate doing that, man. Like, nah, I'm. I'm paying faithfully for this shit. Yep. Like, nah, you're not about to be on there getting it for free. Support <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, black it. business. Yeah, every time a be, uh, Beyonce album drop, everybody be trying to get on my title. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, nah. If you a big enough fan, you will have title.
0: 999 a month, bitch. Yeah.
1: If you a Jay-Z fan or a Beyonce fan and you complain about not getting the album when it drop on there, yeah. like, no, your black ass need to get title. That's funny. <laughs>
3: um,
0: I think for men, we we view that as a serious step, but I don't think y'all respect it like y'all should. <laughs> Fucking $12.99 a month ain't cheap, especially in this economy. And if yeah. I'm letting you, number one, a lot of um subscription-based services, they limit how many devices you can have. Yeah. Like Netflix does that. So if I give you my Netflix password, that's pretty serious, honestly. If I have yeah. the limited, lowest-priced uh, uh, subscription, and I give you one of my three logins. You can get, nah, girl. We we gotta be smashing at least by we, that point. We, <laughs> that's not no regular shit. We go together. That's not yes, no <laughs> shit. yes.
1: That's that's boyfriend only... and girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. yeah. yeah, especially I, yeah, especially we can't be giving out them passwords all early because yes. you go right to another nigga house yes. and watch and give <laughs> him our password yes. Yes. dirty
2: and then you would be watch- looking at the viewer history like hmm
1: right Yeah. who the fuck is Ron why the fuck is she watching why this why is she watching why she this why is she watching um, Narco <laughs> <laughs> she don't watch this shit <laughs> she watching the Paid and full documentary this right. and give it to
0: her fucking kids and cousins because watch they watching kids yeah. shit on there now
1: oh, <laughs> like what yeah She don't know nothing about Belly. What the fuck is she watching Belly for? (laughs) Watching all these hood-ass
3: movies.
2: One thing I will say is I I don't typically give out somebody else's. Like, if, some, if I got a login from somebody, I'm not finna go give it to my friend. That's good. Like, I, I don't think that's cool.
1: You're yeah. just going to invite them over and watch right. it together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is even uh, It really kind of is. Yeah, it's kind of worse. You're going to have a watch party on my dom,
0: bitch. <laughs> Y'all tripping. Netflix and chill. <laughs> he getting the ass on my...
3: <laughs> <account>. <laughs>
0: oh man, y'all smashing I'm never giving, while I'm... using another nigga's account. That's yeah. dirty, man. Yeah. That's dirty. That is dirty. Y'all I'm... are dirty, man. <laughs> Terrible. Man. Terrible. Cold game, man.
1: Oh world. <laughs> Getting the ass on my shit. <laughs>
0: oh man that's cold that's cold yeah so so men from now on protect your accounts (laughs) don't be giving them all willy-nilly because you see how these women are Mm. they will give it to the next nigga so make sure things are serious before you give up on your netflix account no matter how much they ask (laughs) (laughs) it might seem like a cheap gift now instead of getting them like a birthday thing or some random flowers or some shit you're going to give them your password no it will pass that shit around like hotcakes. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not worth it in the long run. Make sure she's worth it before you do it. I'm dead. Know you're worth kings. Yeah, <laughs> No, Know your worth kings. Yes. We're putting an end to simping in twenty nineteen. We're tired <laughs> of y'all.
2: Nah, it's just, just getting started. I know, Summer it's never stopping. <laughs> yeah. Isn't
0: like we're way too late? Yeah. <laughs> we listen to Megan Thee Stallion. Yes. We listen
1: to City Girls. We yes. know what's going on. Yeah. The
0: thirstiness is at an all-time high, Scamming. so we can't go back.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So, yeah, check out the Wu-Tang documentary. I think that's about it. Any of y'all see uh, John Wick
1: 3? I haven't seen it. I want to see it. Did you see it? I didn't see it. Okay. I haven't seen the first You've one. you seen the movie, Ma? It come out. Um, oh, it didn't come out yet? It came out on the 31st. Oh, okay. So yep. I think that's about it. Well, I can't wait to see that movie. Really? It does look oh, pretty good. Man.
0: You showed us a trailer last time we were here. So Yeah. A black,
1: love- uh, old black, uh, older black lady killing white kids? Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to see Aladdin on the 28th, so I'll report back to you. Okay. And let you know how let me guess, I you, it was.
0: I loved it. <laughs> Will Smith, I actually heard Brad Gilmore saw it, and he said it was good. Mm-hmm. um, the audience reviews are good, but the critic reviews are really bad uh, like at thirty one percent but the oops. audience is like at ninety one percent so I don't know. I figure I would hate it, but Jasmine, I think you'll like it. I
1: know so <laughs> <laughs> we could come back next week and have the same argument yes, about. Yes.
3: Why? Yes. New why? cartoons versus yes.
1: old cartoons. we we'll
0: have the whole podcast versus cartoon arguments. <laughs> I'm just playing. Y'all. We won't. Check it out. Don't, <laughs> don't unsubscribe. Please, tune in. Yeah. Yeah. Please um, don't tune in. So, yeah. Shit. I think that's about it. I think we all got to take a piss, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's why I'm standing up. No, I know, man. I'm there, too. So let's go ahead and wrap this bitch up. Um, <laughs> by the way, so uh, make sure y'all check out our uh, broadcast on Twitter. We are live broadcasting the show right now um, on Periscope, and you can check it out on the Twitter account uh, if you want to see past episodes. We had a great debate about uh, weave and fake beards before the show started. So check it out. Um, it's really funny, and, and you know <laughs> what we'd get into about that shit. So check that out. And you can also find the lovely Jasmine at Chitty Chitty Base Still. I'm always confused whether you changed yeah, it or not. So, I haven't. okay. Even if
1: you change it, we still going to say Chitty Chitty I'm, Base.
2: I'm, yeah, I yeah, know.
0: So, find her at Chitty Chitty Base uh on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. You can find my man uh uh Figgy at The Figgy Fig. Um also hear him on Sports Radio 610 10 to 2 producing the uh In the Loop midday show. Great job he does as well, so check it out. Sir, yeah, and uh, uh, you can find me at the Ryan Rocket on Twitter and Ryan.rocket on Instagram. Uh, check out uh, ESG and Rocket Show. Wait, fuck. uh, Swing check out bang. the Swang and Bang podcast. <laughs> New episode of Swang and Bang up right now. Um, ESG was funny as always. Talked about the Rockets, talked about uh, Aisha Curry, talked about all this. Uh, um, we had a boxing expert in as well, he talked about the uh, Deontay Wilder fight. Good discussion, good podcast. It's short and sweet. So y'all ain't got no excuses. It's like 45 minutes long, so y'all could make time for it. (laughs) And, uh, of course, subscribe to the Jims and Jutes podcast and and follow us on Twitter, uh, like us on Facebook, and um, follow us on Instagram. And you will get all our content, all the shit we be putting out, and make sure you check out the live broadcast like I already said. And that is it, y'all. So for my girl Jasmine and for my man Figgy, This is the Jim DeJuice podcast, y'all, and we out.